0: Howdy, y'all! Welcome into South of Scruffy Podcast. I'm Ben Fields. This is my podcast. Thanks for playing. Man, I'm excited about today's show because I have a friend that I've known a long time. Uh, I think we met about 18 or 19 years ago in college, University of Tennessee, and she's gone a long way and done some really great things since then. Virginia Moon is here. Virginia is a managing editor at Warner Brothers Discovery. Just a real powerhouse over at Warner Brothers Discovery and a really brilliant human being and just one of the sweetest, kindest people in the world. She's extremely smart, too. It was nice for us to be able to sit down and do this. We've been trying to do it since before the pandemic. And, you know, it just finally lined up and it it happened uh, the day after Warner Brothers Discovery announced the decision to sell the gigantic piece of property that they own in Knoxville that houses many offices and was the home of Discovery's North American operations before the Warner Brothers Discovery merger happened. But we talked a little bit about the changes that have happened since, you know, the legacy Scripps networks had merged with Discovery. Discovery then uh, merged with Warner Brothers and created this gigantic conglomerate That now owns HBO and Discovery all together. And Virginia is a big part of what they do over there. I have to say producer Sam was on vacation when we recorded this. So he wasn't able to join us. And I made a mistake. And the recorder died halfway through our conversation. It was a real amateur move. I miss you, Sam. I won't let it happen again, people. I also got a phone call from someone. I don't know how they got my phone number, but they left me a voicemail message that I will play for you at the end of the podcast. I don't know who it is, but just, you know, this is a reminder to go support Blank Newspaper and uh, pick that up, check it out, support all their sponsors because they're a great outfit. And I'm sure they had nothing to do with the hilarious voicemail uh, that you guys are going to hear at the end of the podcast. But let's get into it. Here's my conversation with my friend, Virginia Moon. We're doing the Popcast. Enjoying it already. <laughs> <laughs> this is like something that I just—I don't know. It's kind of like the production company thing. I like thought about it for two years before I yeah before you jump And you're like, let's just do it. Yeah, it's a a place to do it. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. It is neat. Yeah, we're it's under construction. It's not
1: stuffy in here. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it feels like very laid back and
0: yeah, it's laid back. All right. <laughs> Do you hear the ASMR? (laughs) Is that what it is? Is It's ASMR? I think so. Like people biting their fingernails and stuff.
1: So um, is this recording already? Yes. Okay, good. Um, Yeah. So I've had to get on TikTok recently because that's come into my... um,
0: uh, Your purview? Yeah. It's like a a platform you have to use for work now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. My ticky talkies. So anyway, I get on and all the I don't know what my algorithm is, but like all that's that's coming up are nail videos, like nail art. I mean like
0: nail art. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. and
1: this is a manicure from my six year old that you can see I have nice. right now. So I was like, I'm the wrong audience. I bite my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> they're all different colors from my six year old painting them. And then the A S A S M R M R where they're like <laughs> <laughs> pig noodles or eating, uh, eating potato chips.
0: Yeah. I was it's like, crazy. There's like a whole, it, there is, it's a fetish yeah. that people get into and dig hearing it for some reason. I mean, reason. yeah,
1: I was like, I guess like I can see the, like there's something about sound that can be relaxing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm more people of like, are, like doing like goop. I was like, maybe I should do some of these videos or I just like cl- not eat on, not eat on camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, eat potato chips on not camera? I don't eat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like they like play with goop or or you know that little like yeah. Uh, the pull, slime. yeah
0: pull slime apart yeah <laughs> in front of a microphone for like
1: hours a day yeah just
0: pulling
1: slime apart
0: <laughs> yeah that asmr stuff is crazy i feel like it had its heyday a little while back and people are settled into it now but like yeah. oh i've missed the boat no okay but they aim like 12 microphones at like someone opening a can or something or cutting the string or whatever. It's nuts. I
1: never saw it until I like, well, I mean, I kind of like saw some of it on YouTube, I guess. And then um, and I was like, this can't be a thing like this woman eating crab legs like that can't be a thing. <laughs>
0: surely not Surely not.
1: but it's a thing it is. <laughs> and i guess
0: it's become more of a thing yeah it's it's nuts all the <clears throat> the things people are into
1: so tiktok yeah my algorithm is nail art and uh people eating potato
0: chips is tiktok safe i don't know i mean i i deleted it because i read a, a an article that scared me about like all the tracking it was doing for me and also like some of their practices in china also oh tell me out tell
1: me this tell me about this
0: just like how they how they regulate the content for time of day and and like when they'll push out certain content to certain age demos okay and things like that it just feels very communist but it like uh, it's it, it is probably smart and safe to like not put out like not put out content that kids don't need Kids shouldn't be looking at during school hours, put that content out. Oh, at night. okay. 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 So, like, yeah, targets yeah. content at certain age. Yeah. Demographics. I mean, I was
1: like, because there's a level of when we push out certain content. Mm-hmm. To, or, uh, but I'm saying like the platform
0: yeah. is actually the curating creating. content depending on what time of day, which I know they're all doing that anyway. I just, theirs felt really like control, like very uh, manipulative or like a step too far, maybe. I don't know. Ooh, I'm going to have to read up
1: on
2: this.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel um, like we're all taking a step too far these days. With I mean all the social, yeah, all this social stuff. It just, it all feels like a step too far. Yeah,
0: and you, I'm learning
1: though, trying to figure out. What. You're
0: very close to it, but it has like, it has crept into your life slowly, probably uh, since you, because when you started at Scripps, how yeah. long have you been there? 10, 11, oh, 12, 13 uh, 10 years?
1: or 11 years,
0: yeah. So it was probably all linear broadcast stuff. Social was probably a very small part of what you were doing. Instagram
1: right? wasn't a thing. Like, we didn't have a presence on Instagram. Facebook, we had a presence um, there. So, um, yeah, Instagram. I mean, I think it was, social was always, we had like a couple people, um, they were always kind of focused on that. Yeah. But now it's, you know, more of a team.
0: Yeah, the way I explain it to people is like in 2009 social media was 5% of the eyeballs and linear television was 95% of the eyeballs for content. Yeah. And so that's kind of what the budgets reflected too. Social media social content was like ah, you don't want to do that. It doesn't have a budget. You're not going to be able to do good stuff. It doesn't have any money behind it. And then as the cords started getting cut on Cable.
1: Yeah. 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 People got more comfortable on their phone.
0: People got more comfortable on their phone. People started taking in content on their phone vertically instead of taking it in on their television. And so the eyeballs started to go away from broadcast TV, linear, and then onto social media devices Facebook first, then Instagram, Snapchat was next. We're at TikTok now, so like I don't know much
1: about Snap. I never got into Snapchat. Yeah,
0: me either. We had to make some content for it, but but then the budget started to become real for those kind of social media campaigns because it, it was worth it. That's where the attention mm-hmm. was. That's where the mm-hmm. eyeballs were, and it was leaving linear. And so not not that they've changed places now. They haven't swapped, but it's amazing how how effective advertising dollars can be. In social oh, media yeah. now. and
1: how how targeted, and like the data you can pull from from yeah. that too. So
0: it's not even just the fact that it's it, it's also it's, it's like, not an
1: eyeball. I mean, it's not just an eyeball. I mean, it's an eyeball thing, yeah. but it's not just an eyeball thing. It's an engagement. Yes. Now a lot of like that engagement rates and things like that.
0: Instead of Nielsen ratings for how many people actually watched it, it's like, okay, how many people interacted with it? Yeah. And then now that you know they interacted with it, now you can push them a similar ad. You can retarget them later now that you know that they've seen this ad. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the whole world of advertising on social. On, yeah. on social. Do you
1: feel like a lot of your work, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of your work, majority of it's, is it just- you feel like it's social, or uh, where, do you sit? where do you sit on that?
0: Yeah, we're doing so much work for for, for digital platforms for, now. Oh yeah, for social okay. digital yeah. platforms. Um, yeah, uh, a a lot of our higher budget stuff still because I think it's a lot of our higher budget stuff still gets trafficked on television. Yeah. Um, and I think beca- and I think the reason that our higher budget stuff is still trafficked on television is because. Um, is because those media buys that companies have to make to get to run a commercial. It's a lot of effort. You know, you're not just going to run it once. You want to run it at the right time. You want to spend the money on the media buy to put it in on television when there's a football game on or whatever. And so people are spending so much money to make that count that they – are not going to do that with a subpar product. So they're going to spend a lot of money on the production of it, too, because they're already spending a lot of money on the media buy. So I think when you when we make stuff for broadcast now, it's inherently higher budget than the stuff that we make for social. We make less of it. Right. We make a lot more for social. Yeah. yeah, Because it's deployed it's a lot of different ways.
1: game at that point. Mm hmm.
0: And, and and not just that it's it's deployed on different platforms and you have different content and different edits for each different platforms. There's a crazy world. You're doing <laughs> twice as much work now, three times as much uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Is it weird for you? No,
1: I think um I'm think I'm trying I'm struggling right now um, with finding efficiencies. Mm. You know, because like yeah, it is a quantity. Like there's a quantity and quality uh formula
0: game to it right i read uh a david Zaslow. send me quote. all
1: these things yeah yeah no well that probably, okay what's the david I, I probably have read that one
0: <laughs> it was in Var- if i have
1: it don't tell anybody it was in
0: one of, <laughs> <laughs> in one of the trades a couple of days ago it was in i think variety mm. uh there was a um there was a meeting like a summit in utah with all the like all the network execs all the big guys yeah and now he's is he the biggest I guess. I yeah. mean yeah. Warner Brothers and Discovery. Yep. He's yep. the CEO. It's here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh but he's he said something about the quantity versus quality stuff. They asked him about Stranger Things, which is, you know, Netflix production. It's a big yeah. Um it's a big part. Uh it's a big competitor. Uh, but he's like, I love it. I think it's a great show. Um, it's a fantastic deal, and that's what you're gonna that kind of programming is kind of what you're gonna see. Out of us We're gonna We're gonna leverage Quality Over quantity now Okay So they're merging HBO Max And Discovery Plus I'm sure you know that Yeah yeah And so I mean that's two platforms Down to one OTT platform Yeah So I mean You have to think That I don't know Maybe they'll Maybe they'll just integrate it And have twice as much content Or maybe they will just have Better content And half as much And half as much of it I don't know I hope the latter Yeah
1: better content
0: and half as much of it yeah so that's what you're that's what you're running into is like like a quality versus quantity i keep
1: i keep saying i mean i keep pushing this out till i was i was like i I wish that um these platforms would have playlists like music does now where i don't have Hmm. to like like when i like a um a show or put it on my favorites i want to be able to now put like like how you do music like this is the music i want to listen to while i run this is the music i want to listen to while i cook like i want to create this is the episode these are the the collection of episodes i want to watch around the holidays Mm. these are the collection of episodes of things
0: well why don't you tell somebody at work i keep (laughs) telling because (laughs) i I bet they can do it i keep
1: sending emails into the (laughs)
0: Into the the stratosphere.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't think. I think it's just there's so much of it like that's. But that's like that's what I would hope to kind of see eventually with a lot of these platforms that I can create these playlists like I do with my music.
0: I right. think that's a great idea. Like, yeah. whoever who pushes the surprise me button on Netflix, do people do that?
1: I don't know. And everything I sur- – like, the, again, stuff that comes up on my um, homepage when I go – I mean, we've got Netflix. We've got the Hulu. We've got the um, – I've got D+. I've got um, – what else? we got got a- Apple. We've got Prime- – I mean, I was like, oh, yeah. we got so many of these suckers now that – uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to them for anymore.
0: <laughs> I feel like th- – I mean – the Ted Lasso approach yes. I think is really good. Like, and I guess that's what Netflix is doing with trying to make all this original programming is like, get one, one thing that you got to subscribe for. Right. That's right, why right. they, that's that. why they paid Dave Chappelle $50 million mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. you know, four comedy specials or whatever. Like, yeah. like people will Pull subscribe for this reason. People will subscribe to Apple, uh, to Apple TV plus, is that what it's called? Apple TV, whatever it is to, uh, uh, to watch Ted Lasso. Right. And it comes out every week. And that means you got to stay subscribed. So
1: you got to stick around.
0: Yeah. Uh, apparently, Stranger Things released in like two chunks. Have you a, watched A month it? apart. Uh-uh.
1: Okay.
0: I've heard it's the best television ever until it's not at the end.
1: It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I'm not, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm not like a critic or anything i'm like yeah "Yeah, it kept me preoccupied not looking at my phone for that's my gauge i'm like i didn't look at my phone while i watched it yeah so (laughs) yeah that's my gauge of good tv but what like (laughs) like i wasn't i wasn't distracted with other screens
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah some stuff is mindless like that yeah where you just yeah it's on in the background which like hgtv is on in every doctor's office in america you know yeah is hgtv the reason discovery bought scripts you think was for the brand because it's not just a network right there's an online presence that's huge
1: yeah I mean I think there was probably a mi- like HGTV Food Network um, you know we just have a lot of good brand loyalists to those you know and that's what's exciting about this company like it's just um, they have a lot of strong brands that are fun to work on but yeah I mean you have that collection Food Network HGTV Travel Channel was in the mix um but
0: Animal Planet, I think. Animal Planet. Maybe there okay. were a bunch of, yeah, I think there were seven networks. DIY became Magnolia, right?
1: Yeah, so DIY flipped to Magnolia. And
0: then they're, they're,
1: I don't know much about what's going on. Are they
0: linear yet? Do you know? Are they, are they, they should be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know much about what's going on. Do you, do you, I kind of stay in my little, um, what is it? My little sandbox of these home giveaways that yeah. I've been doing for a while. Well, so
0: tell people about that and what you kind of what what you do, like what your position is and and what that entails.
1: Yeah. So we give away. Well, when I started, we would give away four homes a year. Um, what's
0: your What's your like your job title? Managing editor. Managing editor.
1: So I kind of curate and execute all of the content um, around these homes and um, and these sweepstakes. And so. Um, It's exciting because, like, I don't know, you know, you'd be surprised, actually, though. I was like, not a lot of people can get mad about you giving away a free home. But I was like, actually.
0: People do get mad about it. You're going to put those counters in? Real fired up. It's like, the don't enter. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's agree. The Internet's an awful place and people are horrible. All of them, yeah, at large, yeah, no matter where they are.
1: So, uh, so yeah. So i um, I create um, digital content and work on the digital uh, pieces for all of those homes, and it's really fun.
0: That's like what? What, what are those? Urban
1: Oasis, yeah, Urban Oasis, HGTV Urban Oasis, HGTV Dream Home, HGTV Smart Home. We had DIY Network Ultimate Retreat a few years ago. Um, but those are the three big, big ones right now. And so they're big couple- like ad sales uh, play as well, um, which is fun to kind of see a lot of these products that um, we work with and uh, they can kind of be layered into these homes and the, the design of these these
0: pieces. Yeah. Uh, so is that kind of does that help? Um, does that help outfit the home? sponsors
1: oh yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like uh, helps pay a pay for it helps outfit it i was
0: gonna say Good. yeah that's probably it's a gotta be a huge buy for them yeah to get so in.
1: dream home for, for HTV dream home we have about 18 sponsors um hdv urban oasis coming up we've got 11 around 11 in those
0: do yeah. you create the content for those sponsors as well as the uh we collaborate
1: yeah okay. i mean we collaborate um on, you know, what the sponsor needs are for sure. But yeah, I was just on a shoot last week. Um, It was the photo shoot for these. So all of the photos are, you know, going into social media, all of our, you know, some magazines, some um, all online to where you can go look at it.
0: I shot a blog cabin or two uh, promo. Oh, yeah. Did you ever work
1: on those? Um, I worked on a few of those. How long ago was that?
0: Mm, This would have been like 2000, maybe 2011, 2012. Maybe 2013. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I went to one and one of them. I don't know if I should say where where it was, but I went to and they ended up. They were like clearing the land for this house, and it never ended up happening. Like oh. they didn't end up doing the blog cabin uh, they, there. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Okay. I went to one in Maine. Do you remember the one in uh, yeah. in Maine? Yeah. Yeah. I went yeah. to that one. Okay. Chris Grundy, you know that guy? Yeah. yeah. The host of that show. Yeah. it one of the funniest. He like yelled dudes. a lot. Did he like? Yeah, but not. He wasn't mad. <laughs> no, 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 like, but, no, no, I'm not mad. mad. But he yeah.
1: like that was just like his excitement, <laughs> yeah. his presence. Yeah, you know, like everyone's like, yes. He just gets like pumped
0: up. <laughs> yeah, we'd be in the middle of a uh, tape. I already he was great to work. He with. He was so great to work with. We'd be in the middle of a take, and he'd be like, "This episode was brought to you." And he was trying to say lumber liquidators, and he'd be like. This episode's brought to you <laughs> by Liquid Lumberators. <laughs> and then let's just start yelling L-.
1: Leg with Die and
0: <laughs> <laughs> like dying laughing, cracking himself up. That's so funny. Uh, he was awesome to work with. And seeing him dressed up like Captain Gordon, the fish stick guy in like the yellow jacket with the yellow uh the yellow hat, the rain rain suit, you know, the yellow hat. Like a main lob uh, main uh, lobster uh, fisherman or whatever. They have it's him doing great. all kinds of crazy yes, stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But those were so much fun and like I don't know. I, I always feel like uh, it's a really hard job that, and I want to get into like what you you do and where you are in the planning and the building of all these houses, the design of all of them. But like anytime you add production to construction, it's oh, like, gosh. it's two of the most, it's like, intense. it's, yeah. It's, it's intense. It is intense. They're both, um, they're both unique. They're both inherently difficult. Mm-hmm. and take a ton of logistics uh-huh. and planning and you put them together and it's just more than twice as hard
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do both. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got to have somebody that's just doing the schedules, right? For yeah. all of these, like just scheduling people to be in and out of the house, production companies and...
0: Like production production companies and installers. Yeah. So like these... So with these... Uh with these sweepstakes, they beco- do they become a series? Do they become uh so a there's special?
1: A, yeah, there's a special. There's a TV show um attached to all of them. Um, just a TV
0: show, not a special. Not a special. Or, or sorry, just well, or ju- not a series.
1: Not a series. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Um and so uh yeah, so they do um I'm trying to think yeah, they do a TV show for each of them. Um, I don't touch that. You don't. Yeah, my stuff is just straight up so, digital.
0: Okay, so the cons- but I
1: mean I work with I mean I work with people who are, um, you know, knocking those out.
0: Gotcha. So you so that is happening anyway. So there's a crew that is building that. It, their job is to build this house and make a TV show. Yeah. That that's like that's somebody at Discovery.
1: Um. So, you probably have a department like we've got a department where people that are in charge of the building of the construction the finding the um the finding the locations the um getting the builders the architects like kind of wow, you know getting all those people together, and then you have the production piece of it, which um, is separate yeah, which is it's separate, but it's a separate team.
0: But in the same building.
1: But in the same, yeah. For now. In the
0: same,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there's me.
0: <laughs> and then there's you who's trying to I, gather I just, digital assets. Yeah,
1: we'll just take some pretty pictures over here and but that's give cool. it away online.
0: Because so I used
1: to do mail-ins for this. really. And so a while back, uh, I don't remember how many years ago. I mean, it was cool to go see um, all the letters that would come in for these things and how people would decorate them. And, really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Try to get their postcard on the top yeah, of the pile. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but then they switched it straight to to uh the the branded sites.
0: So 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 then your job is th- so this deal is already happening so your job is to appease the sponsors and and to get entries for the giveaway and then give the house away or how does that work? So okay
1: well, I mean I touch all the, like a lot of those things, right? Like um I don't I mean I don't have to bring in sponsors. We just have to kind of uh pitch like what we can do for sponsors okay. um that might be unique to this house. So um say um uh, there's a faucet in the house. Mm-hmm. Um we can pitch to them like what videos we can do. Um we do hot spots and shopping online for them, what social assets um they uh, they would want so gotcha. things like that paint, um, flooring, furnishings.
0: So stuff. there's four houses a year that you do this for three three, three houses. Now. a year. Yeah yeah. Okay.
1: Ultimate retreat. Um, I guess it got cut. I mean, I guess it was a few years ago. It's like pre pandemic. Mm. Everything. I feel like it's. <laughs> It's like pre-pandemic or after pandemic. Yeah, it's two, that's se- my, two like, separate worlds. Time, that's my time
0: frame. <laughs> yeah, it's like BC and AD. We're yeah. gonna like have to come up with some delineating <laughs> number system. Um, so uh, I guess I, I I guess the part that I uh, that I still don't understand is how they decide who gets these houses. Oh, it's a drawing. It's just like
1: yeah, it's at random.
0: So they throw the the bingo balls in the tumbler. So and, at uh, one
1: point we used to do that. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. spin it around.
1: But it's it's at random. Um there's a third party that comes in and manages
0: It's probably like PricewaterhouseCooper. Cooper who was it that screwed up the uh the um
1: Not them. It's not them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar when was it Steve Harvey who read the roll? Will role... Smith? No, just no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like an accounting firm who joke. did the who did the Oscar Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> who did the Oscars uh uh cards and then they uh, like I think it was Steve Harvey or somebody like that read the wrong name for who won the Oscar, oh. and the wrong person went on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like they had to do some kind of crazy like you
1: know. oh and like taking them to the to the side of the stage <laughs> not you
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not you. that would kidding. happen to me yeah <laughs> but they have a third party do all their like vote cap you know, i would all be like kind of i'm stuff.
1: still gonna make an acceptance speech for just even getting nominated <laughs> i wrote this damn thing and i'm standing on the stage
0: right now yeah. You gotta let even though go. i didn't win yeah so it's it's That's randomly funny. generated and then do people keep these houses or do they sell them
1: um, so in the time I've been there, there's a lot of great stories that we don't tell uh, necessarily behind the scenes of they, a lot of people do sell them. Really? There's been a few that have kept them, but, um, but one family that won it, uh, they went into retirement debt free. They had five kids, paid off all their student loans. Oh, and wow. So like those stories, like even if you don't keep the house, there's still some life changing yeah, <laughs> cash there. You know, yeah. there, there was, um, there's another girl that uh, won um, uh, one smart home years back and she wanted to go to grad school. And that's what she used the money for to go to grad school. So, great. yeah. Telling those stories of kind of what what people end up doing and, you know, that don't end up taking the
0: home. I yeah. They're still kind of. Yeah. A, so it's not just it. Yeah. I, I guess it would be easy to say oh it's just a cash grab those kids sold the house but like there are some, some good stories that come on the yeah. back end of them which but makes
1: I, it funny because I'm like I mean do you really care about what the walls are painted like if <laughs> you're not going to keep it anyway
0: right you
1: know? yeah <laughs> no I'm just kidding I mean, I mean reading, I, people get real passionate about it
0: they do yeah. I've read some comments before and people are like oh yeah they give you the house but you still got to pay the property taxes I'm like yeah that's a good they, deal yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a brand new house Pe- people get fired
1: up <laughs> they and i appreciate it because i mean honestly like this is one of those programs that we've been doing for 25 years it's crazy and people are still like i mean we still have growth growth in these projects like people are still coming to see them um i like to tell the story about you know um uh, this mother and daughter every year around new year, like um oh i gotta call um New Year's Day, when Dream Home would go out, that that would be their tradition to sit down and watch HGTV Aww. Dream Home. I mean, yeah, it's just, That's it's really kind of neat that it's become, um, such a loyal following. Some of this stuff.
0: There was one in Knoxville.
1: Yeah, there was right? one in Knoxville. Fourth and Gill. Oh yeah, I shot there. That was one of my favorites. Really?
0: Yeah. What's the pro? What was the process like for I guess selecting Knoxville and then, you know, finding a cool neighborhood like Fourth and Gill. Uh-huh. So
1: we, I always get these questions too on the location, and I can't speak to it because I don't oh, um, directly don't do impact location. Oh, that's right. But at the same time, they'll um, uh, they'll kind of ask us like um, our input on some of the locations. Like um, at this point, H T V Urban Oasis. Finding kind of not like this like walkable urban cities to where you can still get out into nature. um, Finding those spaces like at one point it was like the Chicago's and the New Yorks when it Mm -hmm. first started like very city dwelling. But over the years they've kind of found those more charming cities to be more of a sell Mm. for um, um, for our audience and then hdb dream home <clears throat> i mean you're always looking for the view right like you always, like people always want this beautiful view um this you know large house um and then smart homes all about tech yeah. so they look for for locations that are um you know kind of hubs like um for probably uh you know new professionals coming in or there might be some interesting business happening in yeah. some of those um some of
0: those places. The Silicon so. Valley crowd is moving in. Let's build let's build a, a...
1: California. <laughs> California's hard to afford.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was talking to a a buddy of mine and he he owns an ad agency in Nashville and he was telling me that uh, just you know, I, I mean, Nashville has been dealing with the with the people moving in for ten oh, years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But pandemic made it even worse. You know, people from people from uh that in in that appreciated the liberty that living in uh, Tennessee in in uh, gives you moved a lot of them moved to Nashville. People oh, that didn't yeah. quite fit into California. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And he said that he saw his favorite Great migration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, saw, he said he saw the greatest bumper sticker the other day. It said, don't California my Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that a lot of different ways. But like, man, California is super nice. Like, it is to to visit and you go to any town in yeah, Southern to California.
1: I, yeah, to visit.
0: For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's problems like fires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have a lot of fires in Southern California.
1: When's the last time you were out in Cali?
0: Hmm. I don't no i'm going out uh this year though i'm I'm going out i think next month um but i haven't been in i think a year probably yeah
1: where, where are you gonna be L-
0: la oh yeah. la yeah yeah we're headed Venice. out at the
1: end of the month where are you going s- just uh san francisco and sonoma
0: oh fun For just a couple personal trip. fun yeah hell yes gonna do some wine tasting just drink some wine that's gonna be great <laughs> I did I, me and Sarah did that a long time ago but we haven't since we had kids. Um one of my best friends lives in Venice and Ooh. um he's actually he moved he's one who moved out to LA with me when I was 19 right oh. after I met you.
1: Oh, I forgot you lived out there for a little bit. Yeah.
0: And he stayed. He's a he's like he made it. He made it. He he's, made it big. I mean, <laughs> he did. He really did. Like He's like a lead editor on the on Amazing Race or something oh, like cool. that. Oh, cool! Yeah, and like we were, I got him his first job as a as a, a production assistant. My
1: mom's always wanted to do Amazing Race. Really? <laughs> She'd actually be really good at it. She should. <laughs> are they still doing it? How many seasons? They
0: must be. I think that's what he he's working on. Yeah, he's working on network TV shows, making just crazy, you know, shows that are super huge budget and you know tons of eyeballs on them on. Network yeah. television—that's the job you want if you're out there. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm. I think I'm going to be out there in a month. We've got. Uh, I think I can say it. I think they've announced it. The the Unity Ride. Um, have you heard of that? Mm-mm. A couple guys from Knoxville have ridden their bikes across America together. White conservative guy, black liberal guy. Okay. Get on. Get on. They've ridden from Portland, Maine to Portland, Oregon. They've ridden from. I think like the the west coast of california to washington dc and it's just like this idea of promoting togetherness and unity oh along i love the way. that yeah and they're starting in yosemite okay and i was going to meet them in la because I'm are gonna, you shooting it i'm helping them produce a shoot okay so i'm not going to be on the shoot but they are uh i'm helping them produce um uh, a Documentary and a YouTube mini series and social content. Cool. That, yeah, they've got. I've put together a crew with them that's gonna go. It's gonna go with them on the on the what, shoot. Like, can I follow?
1: Trip. Like, what's the thing that I can follow along?
0: Go to their website first, Uh, okay. and then it'll it it. It's because it's such a matrix of like of platforms where their stuff is. Like, the last movie was on Amazon Prime. The, they're, they've got a very small YouTube series they don't have a huge social media presence and that's what we're pushing this year a lot more okay. is we're actually sending a dedicated uh, digital person with them not oh, cool. just like the okay. documentary crew this time but also a digital digital uh, uh, content creator I think it's just one person who's making making phone content for them and just trying to raise uh, awareness for the ride so when they get to these towns uh, you know they get a they get a hero's welcome in uh, Flag Flagstaff, Arizona, when they get there, and you know meet with the governor and interview him on camera or whatever, you know that stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. that's it's gonna be cool. But that, I think that's what is gonna I think that's what's gonna put me out there. But the the thing that I always come back to with with California and Southern California in particular is like everything is two or three times as expensive as it is in knoxville tennessee I can't
1: afford anything these days yeah
0: i know <laughs> yeah and that's why people are migrate here from california and they're like are you kidding me yeah yeah For, yeah, yeah i'll just For this? yeah can I, i'll i just take one of those lake houses but
1: let me tell you this so this is an app i've, I've discovered uh, before we went um we started booking stuff um have you heard of this Turo
2: app
0: Yeah, the car thing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had never heard of this, and I was like, that is- like
0: Airbnb for cars, cars. right?
1: So we rented a really cool car.
0: Ooh. I don't know what
1: we got, but- chris chris did it off but uh go, go to jay
0: leno's house and borrow like, one of his Ferraris. it's all
1: i mean it's so much cheaper than a rental car company is it yeah
0: rental cars are crazy have expensive. you used
1: have you used it at all or you no, just heard
0: about it i haven't i've just heard about it
1: you're gonna be like this has been around for 10 years
0: <laughs> i mean like asmr right yeah. <laughs> i very rarely anymore no, like visit an old <laughs> no you're not i'm all i'm <laughs> I feel old with all the young people that work with us now. I'm oh, like, good. Golly, man! Like some of the conversations they're having, I'm like, they have so much wisdom. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot was, of a lot I, of them do.
1: I, in the sense of okay, so I I've taught on like here and there in on college classes, and I was like, I feel like they just have such like a fresh. Per- I mean, it just reminds me of my, like me in my 20s. They just have such a fresh perspective on life, where you're like. Hasn't whipped them a few times, and yeah. so they're you're like, yes, I need to bottle that up again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bottle up
0: that optimism
1: and like, uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, good, it's good energy. We I'm became sure. the
0: old people kind of fast. It was weird. Yeah, like I always felt like a baby, and then now I feel like I am behind.
1: I don't know where I feel that I fit anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but what I else? don't know
1: what that means. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like a fish out of water a little bit? Like, I, I like I'm not really young, but I'm not like, not like, I'm not old yet, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think like, yeah, somebody says like, age is mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, that sounds
0: like a t-shirt in but, Panama City. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: does. I need to put that on a mug. Yeah. But yeah, but then yeah, when I'm on TikTok, I'm like, whoa what is happening here
0: man there's such good stuff out there too I, i'll show sarah doesn't really get on uh, are you on uh, on tiktok yeah no i deleted it from my phone oh, i should probably oh, download I. it again um
1: sure, I, I try sure, to stay your... away
0: from like just d- doom scroll or well, not doom scrolling yeah, but yeah. like just no, just is. getting you sucked can, into you my can phone call
1: it what it is it is very like that's good
0: yeah well um but it, it there's just I'm such tr- good stuff. I, I out keep there. saying
1: I was like I'm doing it for research. I'm doing yeah. it for research. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, yeah,
0: I could I can make that argument too. And like I am not, really. not though. I'm I'm, not, ta- I'm, I'm doing like, it. Wow. Be- <laughs> I'm doing it because somebody sent me something hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I watched ten more videos just like it.
0: Yes. Well, Sarah doesn't get into that and i will show her stuff sometimes that i just she'll be like why are you la?" i can hear you in the other room laughing <laughs> like why are you laughing i'm like you have got to see this and i show it to her and she watches it she's like that is hilarious how do people come up with this and i'm like you have no idea how many funny people are out there yeah. like yeah the people making That's
1: like that is the thing i think about i'm like golly there are so many funny people
0: hilarious yeah and like I I get it, and I'm sure a lot of it is like rip, like repeated. Like I saw the same like, uh, I saw the same concept, uh, from two different creators on on Instagram. One uh, of them was yeah, like, yeah,
1: they're just trying to like they're, copy, piggyback. Yeah, they're
0: yeah. yeah, trying to piggyback, yeah, off of each other's ideas, and hopefully, mine's the one that goes viral. Nobody cares. Nobody cares who's was the original idea. It's yeah. the one that got the most.
1: I'll put in the notes gosh. my f- top five. TikTok. What do you mean? My top five TikToks, I think, are funny. Yeah, and then nobody, everybody, would be like, "No, that's not." Funny. Like <laughs> everybody's sense of humor is so different.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah. but that's why, like, I have little groups of friends yeah. on Instagram, uh, and uh, I, I like I, I will share multiple videos a day with them yeah. uh, multiple instagram reels a day but like yeah this one's too edgy for this group this group will love it though oh this one's absolutely sickening this guy this is gonna, guy, love yeah. this guy. <laughs> gonna love it Yes, i'm gonna love he's gonna love it he's the only one who knows i'm this sick <laughs> who knows that i would think this is funny uh, it's it's great though oh but what i was saying about california being so it's not a guy it's actually me it is you <laughs> He sends these sick yeah. videos. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding. No, right. I'll, I'll tell right, you who Cali. it is later. Okay,
0: California, you're paying for the weather. That's what oh, uh, yeah. is the like.
1: Weather is nice.
0: I mean, I don't know about you, but I get like, I don't know if it's depression. I don't know if you can classify it as depression. Oh, in the winter, in the, winter mm. the rut, man. Yeah, three week, three months long of just like it's bitterly cold, and and we
1: don't even have it as bad as other people do you know what i mean i think about that i think too. we
0: have it worse because it doesn't snow oh yeah that's i think true. if it snowed
1: <laughs> you'd be like yeah okay. oh this is
0: this is worth it look how yeah. pretty it is but it's, it's just, just fucking cold, cold. yeah for uh, for yeah. like three months in a row uh but like on the opposite side summer i love it like last fourth of july weekend me and Sarah and the kids went camping for three days. Oh, we fun. came home and went on the jet boat one day on the river. And then on Monday, we floated the French broad with our friends and canoes. Oh, and that's it's like, awesome. that's a hell of a weekend, yeah. right? That is. That's a good time. None of that in the winter happens. I'm about to
1: go jump in your kiddie pool out there. It's hot, isn't it?
0: It's <laughs> um, uh, good, though. But in the... Uh, In the winter, like all that's missing from my life.
1: Oh, right. And so
0: I feel like and I need to do better at exercising and those kinds of things to kind of get that get my wiggles out. But like the things that I love to do, like I just explained that I did with my family last weekend, all gone in the winter. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, what is I mean, there's some
1: pretty good like, again, when it snows. Like, hiking in the snow's really fun. Yeah. But it, again, it has to, you know, that pretty snow on the ground. But I also don't
0: like being cold either. Yeah, that's true. And, like... A good fire. I, I love being oh. in the river in the summer. Yeah. And whether it's in the Smokies in the Little River, whether it's in, oh, on anytime, the Clinch, it's... Holston, French Broad. Love them all. Yeah. Put me in some water in the summer and, like, it's just as happy in as summer. I get. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: summer.
0: Yeah. I am I'm Olaf. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, in the... And in the, uh, in the wintertime, I'm just, there's such a deficit of like, uh, there's a joy deficit, like a recreational joy deficit for me. And I All think right. it might be. What... I'm going to
1: fix that. You need I to fix I don't know it. though. Cause I'm probably the same way. I just, I have like. You're always memory... happy though, right? No, I have memory loss, like short term memory. Loss, so I was like. Oh really? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was like, I'm trying to remember what the winter was like <laughs> this past year, but I can't, I can't remember. Um. No, I guess that's why. Like, yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna fix that.
0: For yeah, you, in you the have to this year. Yeah, I, I, I don't know
1: how because I, I feel like yeah. During the summer, I stay close to water. Like I'm like wherever there's water. During the winter, I stay close to fires. Mm. Like I love fire. I love
0: that too. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. I like the sm- like I have a wood burning fire in my house. I yeah. Oh, smell do you? Like fire? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got a fire pit, a couple fire pits on the property here, yeah. and like I, that's.
1: I like to sit by the fire. Me
0: too. Yeah and so, a fall in east tennessee is absolutely amazing
1: but i think the thing that's hard is uh the short uh you know daylight yeah that's. I think that's what gets me.
0: Yeah. the the Do you think it's a, a mental thing, or do you think it's like a vitamin D deficiency thing? Uh,
1: probably both. Yeah. I'm not that educated on my vitamin D. I I, I, don't I, know.
0: I agree. The short days are, are maybe maybe if we had or long my days. Just,
1: <laughs> yeah. just need to figure out what my body needs. <laughs> the
0: The short days are coupled with cold days, and it's like you're right. It's like it's that's a double yeah. whammy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the daylight thing. Yeah, it triggers me a yeah. little
0: bit. Well, I get home from her. work and it's almost dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: like that's what's nice about the summer, too. You get like, you know, eight, nine o'clock, you can kind of watch a good sunset. Yeah.
0: Still be, yeah. You know? Still be outside. In the water. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect like, we'll, day. We'll go out on the boat after dinner with the kids. Oh, that's lovely. Right? Where do y'all put in? In the neighborhood. There's a boat ramp hmm. right here. So we'll, I mean, like. But it's been dark for an hour when I'm done with dinner in the winter. <laughs> You're like, meh. I know. makes me, makes me Guess mad. I'll
1: drink these winter warmer beers. <laughs> exactly.
0: And- <laughs> I feel like everybody turns into a little bit of a lush in yeah. the winter. Oh, for sure. That's what I've heard about Alaskans is that they like, and Canadians too, like, way far north like especially in the winter they just stay inside and they're like well
1: guess i guess i'll just <laughs> lean into this alcoholism for about
0: six months till the sun comes as back as long as they out.
1: come out of it you know yeah just exactly like,
0: just... yeah
1: um alaska's on definitely on uh my list to go i
0: haven't been check out. have you guys not built a house there yet but like a dream home or something
1: that would be awesome but their production costs to get up there Ooh-wee. they've talked that in hawaii
0: have they tried either
1: uh i mean I'm sure they've looked, but yeah, just production costs to like, you know, get everybody up there would be crazy.
0: Yeah. That, that the one in Knoxville, Knoxville we, seemed Arthur's like
1: this vineyard was a hard one.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah.
1: Just to like kind of figure out the logistics of that yeah. one.
0: Was the Knoxville one the easiest because everybody was. Oh
1: yeah. We got so much content out of that. Sucker. Really?
0: Just because you're here, right? Yeah, You oh, don't yeah. have to hire out of town production companies to create content we for you. We popped
1: down there. Oh, and it was such a beautiful house. Brian did such a good job on that one. Um. We did a tailgate there. Uh, what else did we do? We did a bunch of different, like we decorated I, the front for Halloween.
0: I shot a, a, one of the Halloween things there.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. With Marianne yeah, Canada.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, rem- uh, uh. We- <laughs> I remember we, we got there and it was like very high alert because the house had not been, get- or maybe you hadn't shot yet or something like that. It was like.
1: Oh, you can't, you like, can't, like, do can't not talk ma-
0: about it. Well, yeah. you can't talk about Don't it, but it. also like, don't use the bathroom like don't (laughs) touch anything like don't put don't turn on the sink like leave this house alone it has to be shot still and and uh i I just remember i uh (laughs) That we worked with this uh, on-camera talent. Her name is Maria Antoinette. Do you know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got like that... that uh...
1: she, she's local. Yeah,
0: okay. she is. Is she, she still actually, doing stuff? Like, yes.
1: Okay, because she seemed fabulous. I like... saw
0: her the other day mm. uh, and and talked to her. Mm-hmm. I need to have her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. She's super talented. And like um, makeup videos or hair videos. She has a, a hair company, like a, a hair extension company. Yeah, And like all kinds of like beauty tips and all the content that she makes is great but uh, she was our talent on that shoot at the urban oasis house and i had long hair at the time and how uh, long did where's your hair like down to here oh and i had her put a uh dreadlock extension in my hair like a hair like a I, i don't know how hair extensions work but she put this thing in my hair and it, so I had this long, like mane of hair, and then I had this this dreadlock <laughs> rat tail. Can
1: I tell you a secret? Yeah, I've always wanted to dread my hair. Me
0: too. Yeah. Did
1: you never do it? No. I figured you'd be like, it came, oh, I came I back did. from Bonnery one time, and it was kind of started to dread. Yeah. Cause I didn't. Obviously, I didn't wash it the whole time, and I was like, I'm starting to get. Uh, but, uh, but I never committed.
0: I actually did do it one time in Los Angeles. Did you have to
1: shave? Do you have to shave
0: it? I had to cut them out. Okay. Yeah. And my hair.
1: You'd have to shave your head. I was like, I don't know if
0: I can do that. I just want to be a hippie for a weekend. (laughs) 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 I'm not not a committed hippie. (laughs) Exactly. But Maria Antoinette at that urban oasis house put, uh, that dreadlock in my hair that was twice as long as the rest of my hair. And like I, I still to this day when I see Mary Ann Canada and talk to her about it, she like almost makes a gagging face when she talks about <laughs> it because it was so I'm gross sorry. looking. But I would I would see it. pictures of this. I've though. got pictures somewhere. I yeah. used it to like to like uh tie up the rest of my hair so I had like this big dreadlock man bun in the back yes, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was I always kinda... want to
1: do it in like do different colors. I saw this lady with like I was like, that just looks so awesome. My
0: hair doesn't do it. Like I had to make dreadlocks oh, in my hair and it was not good. Yeah. Sarah really wants them.
1: I feel like I could get away with it in a creative field.
0: Yeah. Uh, why why not? Yeah. And you can always wear one of those big hats if you want to, <laughs> you know, that covers them all up. Look <laughs> like Bob Marley. <laughs> Sarah never did it because I mean, she, she can't do it now But she always wanted to That'll probably You know you regret When she Okay when
1: she takes the leap I'll do it with her
0: So I found A
1: And maybe get a tattoo I don't know what 40s Are gonna look like <laughs> <laughs> I saw this Reliving my 20s dreams Yeah
0: I, That's when you're gonna do it Is when you're retired You're gonna do all the things That you regret not doing Yeah So I, I saw this This Uh A woman she was young she was like 18 or 19 and she was uh, waiting on our table in like uh, Newberry South Carolina is where it was and we were on our way back from a shoot and just pulled off stopped in Newberry and our waitress came up to the table and I was like I'm sorry but you have the best dreadlocks I've ever seen on a white girl and I was like (laughs) where how did you do those and she was like there's this place called knotted empresses in Myrtle Beach, and they did them. And I was like, they look awesome. How many years ago did you get them done? She was like, I got them done a month ago. And I was like, You wow. are kidding me. They look like you've had them your entire life. And she was like, Yes, they're awesome. It takes forever, but uh it's it's great. And so I came back home and uh Ryan Tenry? Yeah, yeah. You remember him? Yeah, yeah. My buddy? Yeah. His uh wife wanted to get dreadlocks, and I was like,
1: Here's the spot.
0: Here's the spot. And so she went down. She drove to Myrtle Beach. Did you take a
1: picture of, or did she just take your word for it? She took my word for it. Wow. And she, yeah,
0: so she drove her ass out. She made like a, you know, six months in advance. This is the worst part. This is great. She went like she made the appointment. This this uh, place is booked way far out so she made it a, a, she made a uh, an appointment for like 6 months away she goes down there plans a beach trip with her family around it i think is how this goes she goes down and it's the wrong week of her appointment oh no yeah her appointment's like the next week or something oh. like that and and so she was like so what she ended up doing the lady got her in anyway And like worked on two people's dreadlocks at a time, like back and (laughs) forth. And somebody babysat their kid (laughs) or something like that. Did they look as good? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, her dreads, Emily's dreadlocks, are amazing. Okay. They look awesome. She's had them for like five years now. Oh, wow. Or something like that. Okay. They look great. Uh, but that's the place, not at Empresses. Okay, in, uh, it, in Myrtle Beach. When I to, just go on the right week. But they will watch your takes.
1: kid. They will watch your.
0: <laughs> They'll watch your kid if you come on the that's wrong. That's
1: worth
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> um, how How long did it take? I think like a day or a day and a half
1: to do. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: It's a good look, though.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's expensive.
1: I think so too. I mean, it's a co- yeah, it's a commitment. I think it like yeah, it's some financial commitment too.
0: Yeah, that's why. I, I feel like tattoos are a little bit too cheap. I you know. They? I don't know. I've never gotten one. I have one. You ever- yeah, I have one. It's very small. It's very hidden. And uh, okay, it's a butterfly. It's right back here. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> Do
1: show- Sorry, podcasters, you can't see this.
0: It's a tribal butterfly. <laughs> small on my back I could,
1: you know I was gonna guess that
0: <laughs> uh, but I feel like you see people who are like oh man can't afford to get new tires on my car and I'm like well your entire body <laughs> is covered in tattoos like how much did that cost Yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. so that's why I how feel much like,
1: does a small one cost
0: I don't know mine was like 150 bucks and okay. it's like three or four inches long and very non-detailed I yeah. think they just charged a lot for it yeah kitchen tats are a thing You can order the stuff on Amazon to give yourself tattoos. And people have tattoo parties. Oh, I was
1: like, put a tattoo in your kitchen. (laughs) Yep. I was like, I wanted to do this in one of these homes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yep. No, you Uh, get people have tattoo parties where they sit around and and tattoo each other.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Okay. It's kind of fun, right? I mean, if you just want something simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to trust. There'd have to be a lot of trust built there. Yeah, or especially if it's going on someplace you can't see, like your friend would be like, haha, I'm gonna put yeah. jackass. On yeah, your on back. Your you think I'm putting like a butterfly. It's like, like a
0: dude wears my car yeah. situation. Uh,
1: I mean, that's where my mind goes. If I, yeah. so don't, no one asked me to do a tattoo.
0: <laughs> Man, I know this girl who, like, I met her once or twice. I met her, I think, once and hung out with her a couple more times in South Carolina when I lived in Greenville. And her entire back, was like a Grateful Dead album cover That's or scene amazing. or something like that. I yeah. think it was like Dancing I mean, Bears or something. Yeah. And it said um, "It said Grateful Dead on it, and they misspelled it. It's a G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L. And I'm like, well, don't you spell it like that sometimes? And they're like, no, you never spell Grateful like that. It's always spelled the other way. You <laughs> see it misspelled so many times. Yeah, somebody." Yeah, yeah. But it turns out she wasn't even like a big Dead fan or anything. She like, just like the art. Yeah, like her sister or something was a big was a big Deadhead, and she just wanted to be like her sisters, so she got a big tattoo. Don't <laughs> ever get words. No. <laughs> no, regerts. no, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So moving in. How did we meet? Us? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, it had to be in college. It
0: was in college. Yeah. But like
1: But you started Where did you you went to school out in LA? I
0: well I went to UT for I would I think I was just there a semester. Okay. Um So we would have been the same class, right?
1: Yeah. Um, you did journalism?
0: No, I was doing theater. And I only Oh, I, I loved my theater class. Yeah. Maybe were we in theater together? No, I don't maybe. Know. I think we were just like you Running around. you were in a sorority, right? Yeah. And so I think you were maybe sorority sisters with a bunch of my friends yeah and then that's how we running around with kind of groups yeah i think our our... i'm
1: surprised you didn't do journalism so you did i would have if i
0: would have stayed long enough but i I moved out to la and started doing acting stuff and then did uh and then started working for production companies so you did
1: ut for a semester in theater and then and then after that semester you're like no go i'm out yeah moved
0: to la for two years two years then moved back and went to film school okay in south carolina oh okay okay yeah. and yeah. and then started working, yeah. yeah, did
1: you like film school? do you think
0: it I think it gave like- me like a base knowledge to get into the business, okay, I learned two percent of what I know now in film school, right the other, but it allowed me to start it allowed me to get into the ecosystem and be you know smart enough to at least be aware of what's happening like the tech like the technical stuff yeah maybe? like okay. yeah like the the technical stuff like like camera work for instance like how to get exposure what 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 you know your f-stop your shutter angle and oh, right. your iso like yeah kind of learned a little like learn that mm-hmm. right and so that's enough to like get started but then i learned on film i didn't learn on video cameras and right when i got out of school is when the film to video the big film to video change was making or change was happening. It was right after the red one camera came out. So it's like, Oh, well video might actually be a thing for the future. And it became cheaper. And then, and then, you know, not long after that, uh, SLRs started shooting The Canon 5d started shooting video, really kind of good video. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, next thing you know, I, I have not touched film since film school, which was 13 or 14 years ago. Yeah. It's kind of nuts.
1: So I was, I was thinking, I was like, <clears throat> just in journalism school. I mean, one, ours was really heavy on um, the news mm. direction. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's heavy. I don't yeah. know. I I'm mean, in, I'm in, I wanted to go into lifestyle. I, or I th- Actually, I wanted to go into travel initially. Um, But anyway, uh, I digress. Journalism. Um, Yeah, they were still doing. Um, I took one photography class and it was it was really fun and it was right when like cameras were going digital and yeah it was
0: it's fun to see like the instant gratification of it like when digital cameras started to be really good
1: and being able to tell that story with photography and yeah my um one of my like my last my big project was um a tattoo artist named Port chop i don't know if he's still around in in Knoxville (laughs) but i like went in there and would shoot him and um and I don't know that's why I was like tattoos are fascinating but yeah but just the digital kind of getting the just the creating that story with flat um yeah you went into more of the video piece of it but
0: so is that Was there ever at UT when you were in the journalism department, the journalism major, was there ever a thought in your head that you would go into news or were you sure that you were going to figure out a way to get into some different kind of storytelling?
1: I took a food writing course one summer and um, one of my professors had worked for Martha Stewart magazine and that's when I was like, ooh, I like this like more like just, you know fluffier fluffier mm. stuff and then i took a first internship with national geographic kids and little kids magazine it wasn't my first internship internship i took a lot of internships um like in politics and in engineering like i did something local with environmental engineering and i was like "Ooh, i can't definitely not politics
0: yeah <laughs> it's a tough one
1: um but uh but yeah, so then I took an internship with National Geographic Kids and Little Kids Magazine, and uh, I just loved it. I loved like the kids space too.
0: You were always like chasing after stuff in the summertime, right? Like, oh yeah, you were going. You you weren't gonna just screw off on the lake with your buddies all summer. No, I never. Were,
1: yeah, summer I was always, and that was the, that was the deal with my parents. They were like, um, you know, during the school year, you don't have to work you know, we'll help you with your college and that's what you focus on. Um, and then during the summer getting internships and jobs yeah was kind of the deal. Even though sometimes I did have some jobs throughout the school year, just to make a little extra money here and there or just to get different experience. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was kind of the deal.
0: So, that looks really good when you get out of school too. But so the, I don't know.
1: Cause half of it, I couldn't put on my resume. <laughs> why not? Well, I mean, some of, I was mean, like, I don't want to go into politics. So why would I put oh, like, yeah. politi- like this on my resume or, um,
0: but think, so national geographic kids and little kids magazine, like that sounds like a good, that's oh, a big It was name. a
1: good spot. Yeah. Um, cause I did a semester at C through UVA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And that's when I came back and I was like, okay, locking it in, want to get into some travel writing. Wrote a couple hmm. articles.
0: Um, Did you get published while you were still in college? Did um, you get anything? So
1: National Geographic, they picked up. I wrote an article when I was in Burma, Myanmar, about, um, <clears throat> and they had picked it up. Um, uh, but because the, they were starting this new website, we actually, when I was working for their Kids and Little Kids magazine, we actually um, concepted. So they have Little Kids, Kids, and then they they miss a demo before they hit Traveler which is kind of young younger like probably mid 20s traveler um then you have what's the other one that they have they have one other one and then the National Geographic big boy big boy <laughs> right like yeah. so they missed this demo of this like 15 year old like maybe mm. 13,
2: 13 to, to 20 to about two. 20 they missed
1: yeah. that so we were trying to kind of come up with like edgier stuff so in the first concept to marketing um, the magazine uh, had like flag burning, um, <clears throat> weddings across like around the world. Flag burning, yeah, just like why people go like f- like stories about people burning flags oh, all really? over the globe. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. We did this whole like research project, and a lot of the research that we pulled was from um MySpace at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, because like that was.
0: That was the social media yeah, network. Yeah,
1: MySpace and a little bit of Facebook. Yeah. So um, we tried to kind of get on there and look at, like, see what, you know, people were. So it's just a little bit edgier. Um, so that concept didn't end up passing to print, but they tried to, um, they tried to go on, like, do a digital piece mm. for it. So it's called um, um sorry, National Geographic Windows of the World at that point. That, w- that was the that was the concept
0: the concept for the f- for the for, missing gap in the marketplace for that demo for 13 to 20
1: yeah so gotcha. it's like National geographic wow uh, so
0: yeah. that's
1: what it was um so that was a fun like just to be in that wow. space right where you can concept like a new print publication yeah
0: at 20 years old or however old you are at the yeah. time yeah that's amazing so
1: that was super fun is that
0: where the was the internship in in uh it was in Myanmar okay no no
1: no it was in DC so no, no 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 semester C at C, C was I was Myanmar. in yeah so um
0: i got to hear all about that
1: oh semester at Sea? yeah oh yeah it was great so we did um um and i want to teach on semester at Sea um eventually if i can kind of get myself back into the classroom um but uh that's would be like an ultimate goal to be back on the ship teaching yeah um, it was such a great experience. So we did. We we ported out of uh, Ensenada, Mexico. Went into Japan, China, Vietnam, uh, Myanmar, uh, India, Croatia, Turkey, and Spain.
0: Egypt? Did I
1: say Egypt? No. Okay, Egypt was in there, too. Um, so we were about. So a- did
0: you? So you circumnavigated the world?
1: Yeah. So we were a week. Uh, like we were a week in each country, and we take like classes on the ship. Um so yeah. and
0: and you cross the equator too huh
1: mm-hmm. a lot of people shave their heads when you cross the equator yeah. too it's there's like, like a
0: big like military a ceremony yeah like the shellback the sandeater versus shellback thing that Sergio simpson sings about in his songs there's like a big I'm they do to look like this, up. this yeah they do this uh, crossing of the equator ceremony on a navy ship if you've never crossed before oh right and yeah. they like cover a baby in tar like the bald man in tar <laughs> okay. and their snake pit like cobras fighting each other and like a guy dressed up like a baby king neptune like wow like a crazy ceremony you think and that's, that's like is your, that somewhere
1: where i can watch it
0: uh i'm sure there's there's shellback ceremonies yeah. i think is what they're called
1: we just shaved a bunch of people's heads really yeah that was it it wasn't like a big thing yeah. I don't know. Where did that come from then? From the Navy. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's like a <laughs> ceremony. Like It's like, are you a sand eater or a shellback? They're like, oh, I'm a sand eater. Oh, you never cross the equator. You loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And uh, I think there's that. another ceremony if you cross it twice because of what I guess a lot of them are one-way trips. So you end up flying home, I guess, and so. But if you cross it twice, that's a big deal too. I think that's crazy that you. So you left out of Ensenada. So that must be on the west coast of Mexico, not in the Gulf, or was it in the Gulf?
1: Um, it. So we. So we flew into San Diego, and then we took a bus down like an hour. It's a. Is it Baja? It's about an hour and a half. I think uh, I'm gonna have to look at a map.
0: Yeah. So left from Ensenada and went to Japan.
1: Went to well, we stopped in Hawaii. I was supposed to go see Pearl Harbor, but I ended up skydiving. (laughs) <laughs> so i saw Pearl harbor just, just from, from the, the air it's yeah. <laughs>
0: super cool
1: um so and then yeah and then made our way over to japan and then i hopped off and backpacked with a with a group around japan which i'd love to get back to japan too. really
0: i'm oh. scared not scared i am
1: it's such a good awesome country
0: i'll i'm like i'm comfortable with my spanish enough to where I can get around in Mexico and South America, um, and um, in some parts of Los Angeles, but uh, I like Asian countries. Like, I feel like the language barrier would mess me up so bad. Do you find that it's easy enough to communicate with people? Like, when you go to Europe, enough people speak English usually mm-hmm. to where you can get around. And so, I've never really been to a place without a i've been to germany where in small towns in germany where they don't speak a lot of english but i had somebody with me who spoke german so i was fine but like i I feel like asia would be very intimidating not speaking a language or even a romantic language that's anywhere close to
1: well i mean i guess you have to see like um so i took uh british and french colonization Mm -hmm. so um in some of the places that you know the british colonized there's a little bit more um english Mm. Um, but I don't know I mean there's also Vietnam uh, Vietnam Vietnam uh, that uh, the French colonized and a lot of they they learn you know English in schools mm. so do they yeah so it was pretty easy around there Japan um, yeah Japan was a little trickier I mean you definitely had to at least I took a <clears throat> a Japanese culture class with um, a guy that had been in Japan uh, for 10 years with the America or the u.s embassy and um uh yeah i mean i knew i didn't know a lot i mean i knew at least like how do you communicate just with the a, locals a smidge you don't No. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i hate that um you just figure or, out how to
0: count money and yeah or, just hand them a bunch of money and they <laughs> hand you what you think is right back yeah i mean i was
1: like in a restaurant and i would like point at stuff mm-hmm. and then uh Uh, Yeah, I didn't realize stuff that you
0: don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was, (laughs) and then I
1: didn't know how much it cost. Yeah, and then I get my like credit card bill back, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I ordered like that nice wagyu."
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's backpacking through Japan? Did you camp?
1: Uh, No, no, No. No. stay hostels. 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 How fun! Yeah, and you just pay per bed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Uh, So we did Kyoto, Tokyo, Nara. uh, we didn't get up like super, like really into the north, but um, and there was about six of us.
0: And then you went to um, Southeast Asia from there to Vietnam. Yeah, which is
1: also one of my favorites. yes yeah. do you go to Singapore?
0: Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. I've always heard that Southeast Asia is beautiful, like Cambodia, Laos, oh, uh, yes. Vietnam. Yeah, the Mekong River. Yes, yeah. hopefully stuff. I'll it's, get
1: like, back there too. Gorgeous.
0: Um, did you, did you do any, uh, uh like, moped riding while you were down there? Uh, oh, yeah. Done you just hop
1: on a moped. It's the yeah. craziest thing. Um, <laughs> and no one wears helmets. I mean, people wear helmets. Yeah. But, uh yeah, you just hop on the back of a moped and just... And if you're crossing the street, you just got to close your eyes and start crossing. Yeah. And they all just
0: they, they yeah. whiz on by you. It's like there's no lines in the road, right? Yeah. It's just like everybody's <laughs> just going to move. You're just
1: kind of like... And it works. Yeah. You just, I mean, I would go slow, but, you know, it's... They, they, uh, they definitely... I don't know.
0: What about India? India's always fascinated me.
1: So I always say India is very intense. It's yeah. the it has like intense colors, intense smells. Mm. Um because it's I think the um when we were there, they were saying if you can it's like what what did they say? It was something like four times our population fit into one fourth of our landmass. Yeah. It's, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, it's uh, like don't I, come. It was something like mean. that where we're where um, where it's very high population in a small.
0: India is the second most populous country in the mm-hmm, world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's like over a billion people. I think. Yeah. 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 And we're we're 330 million yeah. in the U.S., so they're and at least four times our size.
1: Yeah, and it's just a portion of our. Yeah. Of our land, uh, landmass. So, and it's
0: kind, it's not like a completely developed country all the way around, right? Like, aren't, aren't there? I think there, there's some parts that yeah.
1: are, and then some parts that are, um, that are not. Yeah, like, don't a, have
0: infrastructure and things like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: It's a wild place. I mean, I think everybody, I mean, you know, get a chance. Like, it's just something to definitely experience. experience. I don't know how to explain it. It's something to experience. Yeah. I think Egypt's that way, too.
0: Yeah, Egypt has always fascinated me too because it's like, isn't it... It's transcontinental, right? It's in Africa and uh, Asia, isn't it? Isn't that right? And then I think... I think the other one is like Turkey. Isn't Turkey. Turkey yeah. is yes, Turkey. in Europe. Because you can and, do the uh,
1: Europe side or the Asia side. Yeah.
0: That's like uh, oh. in, in, Istanbul. Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Is it the Bosphorus River maybe that cuts it in half? And like that's the that's the actual like continental marker yeah. is the river that runs through the middle of Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, but yeah, Egypt has always fascinated me because like. Well, there's so much history there. Yes.
1: That's what's like, that's what's incredible about that.
0: Did you see the pyramids? Hmm. Yeah. And
1: I was I always like when Chris and I were watching movies and stuff and they have pyramids. And I was like, yeah, the city's a lot closer. It, it feels like that sometimes in movies, like they're out in the desert. And I was like, no, they're not out in the desert. <laughs> they're, they're like... It's like Memphis, yeah. like where the big pyramid is. Yeah, exactly. and it's like There's city around it. Uh, yeah.
0: It's like on those boxes of Camel cigarettes. It was yeah. all yeah. It was just a barren the desert, desert. I was right? Like, no, that's
1: <laughs> not how it is. Uh, so like the hotel I stayed at, you could see the uh, pyramids, pyramids really? from from like my room.
0: The Grateful Dead played a concert at the pyramids.
1: Oh and gosh, I, <laughs> I bet that was awesome. I bet
0: it was too. <laughs> uh, I was reading a book and it mentioned that, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that they that they did that. But like apparently a bunch of people were pissed about it, like desecrating them, you know, having a bunch of hip in some super historic place Did a lot of people fly in for that i'm sure yeah they had such a following yeah it yeah nuts uh do you feel like this i don't know i've always felt like i don't know uh, you and i reconnected after college and all that and picked up of course like right where we <laughs> left off i think it's just your personality
1: well your personality too
0: yeah i guess so uh but I just I've always thought that you were super worldly and like you have a lot of like old soul, real world experience. And I'm like starting to wonder if you can attribute a lot of that to a semester at sea where you went around the entire world and <laughs> oh. became like familiar with a lot of different cultures. And it just it
1: maybe. But I still feel like I, I again, I think it was just. A brief familiar, like familiar time where, where I was only there for a week. So it wasn't yeah. like I could like really submerge yeah. into some of these spaces um, yeah. as much as I'd probably. But I th- I think it gave me an overview to I was like, I will go back. I will go back to Japan for a few weeks, yeah. if not a month. Yeah. Like I will go back. Um, so I don't know. But I'm
0: sure, like, even in our conversation, I'm like, well, I'm kind of scared to go to Japan. You're like, hell no. I'm not scared. Like, I'll I'll do anything. We'll
1: we'll go to Japan. We'll take our families to Japan together. Because I want to take the girls. You do?
0: Oh, oh, it's so, like, it is one,
1: like, the people there are beautiful. It is one of the safest, um, safest countries I've ever, like, been in. I think, though, if I go back, I will either need an interpreter in some, Mm. like, areas. But I do think, uh, or, like, just stay in the touristy Yeah. More of the touristy spots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess those are your options.
1: You know. Do you feel like? But we had a Japanese exchange student growing up. We did too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: How you grew up in Dyersburg, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that the county seat of dyer County? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that's technically West Tennessee, I guess, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Small town, small town, West Tennessee. But I
0: feel like there were a lot of people from Dyersburg that. Went to University of Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think every like we had a handful each each class. Um, but they spread. I mean, a lot of people went to UT Martin, mm. um, Hell NTSU, of a lot closer, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, UTC. A lot of people went to Ole Miss. Ah, yeah, because Ole Miss is right there.
0: Yeah, and they they were misguided individuals, so they went to <laughs> Mississippi. Yeah. What What is uh, what drew you to Tennessee? Like, I know a lot of my Memphis.
1: I don't know. I got in, and I was like. I was like, thinking on. of. Well, I don't know. I really, I don't know. It was in state. I was yeah. like, it's cheaper.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, that's why so many people it's from far Memphis. Far enough away. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I was going to ask. Like, I feel like everybody I met from Memphis when I was at UT. Some of my best friends were from Memphis, and, like, Memphis is a really long way away, but it's in-state tuition. Like, yeah. s- almost six hours driving, but it's still in-state, so everybody went as far away as their parents would let them without, yeah.
1: like... Yeah, my sister... Without, I have an older sister, and she, uh, she went to UT, so... Really? I kind of just... I was like, eh i didn't give it too much thought did you give college too much thought i didn't give it no. a lot of thought yeah
0: I, I gave it enough thought of like okay my friends are going to ut it happens to be right over here i love the football team yeah uh um, i wish
1: i would be like they have a really great you know school yeah or,
0: exactly like, really great business school yeah, yeah. um which but we no that wasn't it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though i love my education there and i i mean i'm still yeah i'm still involved
0: what kind of like what was Dyersburg like? I always feel like I feel like it's a really small place, is it?
1: About twenty thousand.
0: Oh, okay. That's not as small as I thought, so but that's ev- still pretty small. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and everybody has two names.
1: Yes, everybody. Yeah, I know. I was like, I feel like my oldest, uh I it's an homage to yeah. Mary Payton is an homage to where I, I grew up.
0: Yeah, every, everybody that's I know from, from there has yeah. two names. Yeah. That's
1: why I'm so unique. I just have one name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Does anybody ever call you Jenny?
1: Uh, i got jenny at one point my mom had a bunch of stuff monogrammed uh ginger
0: yeah Could i've you... heard of a virginia going by ginger yeah my mom's name's ginger yeah but that's her real name
1: that's her real name yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that didn't stick yeah. Yeah. uh no i've just always gone by virginia, virginia. i yeah. think it's an awesome gin like some people like uh, his nickname jen, jen moon yeah but not a yeah i gen- haven't done a jenny
0: gen- switzer i so remember calling you by yeah, your yeah. last name oh
1: yeah i got switzer a lot yeah we called you
0: by your last name yeah, all the time yeah.
1: even still people call me switzer
0: yeah do they yeah that's from what college, i yeah that's college. what i would have called you I, I, I think it's funny that like especially i went uh, and shot some stuff for maybe tried delt maybe
1: oh you're doing sorority maybe stuff?
0: ad pi it was I feel like, like i was
1: heavily like i was involved for two years and then two, didn't after do that i was like
0: I, we did, like, a friend of a friend, like, go shoot some corporate kind of videos for, like, the council for the sorority in Atlanta. I think it was maybe A.D. Pi. I think it was A.D. Pi. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: And, like, all the women went by three names. It's, like, you know, like Sandra Day O'Connor or, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg because they, like, because that was how people knew them at, from college as, like, you know, Virginia, Switzer Moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think i was like i don't know if i could get a, i don't know i don't know what i would get away with as a double i mean my older sister's ann elizabeth so she's a is double. It? yeah yeah
0: my uh my dad all three of his sisters That's, are are
1: doubles yeah i couldn't imagine though like as a parent trying to like yeah spit that out when you're
0: cora jane mary ellen grace ann yep yeah mary ellen is kind of a common one right
1: maybe like uh, yeah.
0: like as far as double names go yeah
1: i like how you picked up on that though from from the Berg. from Dyersburg?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i did pick up on it yeah well i, I w- like you said you <laughs> you got into ut and that's why you went were you not a good student because now you are uh uh overly educated some well, people might you know it's funny
1: okay so i went back like two been like 3 years ago and spoke at their um uh the honors banquet at UT? Right, yeah. yeah. No, 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 at, at, in Dyersburg. At Dyersburg, yeah. Okay. I spoke at the Honors Banquet, and my intro was like, well, never never was here when I was in high school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thanks
1: for the first time. <laughs> so that's
0: what this place looks like on the inside. <laughs> so,
1: thanks for... This is the first time I've... Uh, I've been invited to one of these. <laughs> well, it's like
0: those guys who get like honorary doctorates from USC that you know yeah. got a got a high school graduate a high school education and then went and had like crazy movie careers. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I've got it's a doctorate. A, it's from a this marathon,
1: part. not a sprint, guys. <laughs> exactly. Come on now,
0: show offs. That bachelor's degree. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, like,
1: no, I think I just uh, I found that. Uh, later on, I just really love learning Yeah, and I didn't, um, I don't know. I mean, you could call it a late bloomer. You could call, I don't know what you could call it, but I think last two years of college, I was like, Ooh, I really like
0: this. Really? Like where I was
1: writing papers more, not being tested as much.
0: I never got there. Like I, um, I left school very quickly cause I was a bad student my entire life. I was a bad studier. I understood the concepts. I didn't want to do the work to prove that I understood them. Right. I was a great test taker. I made a really great score in my ACT, you know, and and awful grades in school. Yeah. Uh, So I got the material. I got it. I just didn't want to like, I don't know, didn't do my homework because I already knew it, you know, whatever, whatever it was. And that's why college didn't really, didn't really stick. Uh, But now, like. I listen to podcasts every single day. I listen to a book, you know, almost like I I am, uh, I'm like a junkie for information now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always wanting to learn something and learn more and more. And it's like, where was that, buddy? Where was that 20 years ago? But
1: I also think, like, I mean, you know, no offense to the school system, but I mean, you're focused on something like specific that they want you to learn.
0: Oh. Ah. We died. Back that's called that's called amateur hour. Uh, no,
1: wow, well, you're you're good at it, and you're smart. I don't know,
0: but, so with uh with the University of Tennessee, you went f- for undergrad, and then you found a job, right?
1: Yeah, so I did um, journalism, electronic media, and um, communication studies in my undergraduate. Um, <clears throat> I did a double major, and then I went down to Southern Living, um, Time, and worked on all their digital brands like myrecipes.com um uh cooking light uh coastal living um
0: so you knew pretty quick you wanted to be in the uh in the print or some some kind of I like, loved
1: print. Yeah. yeah. I liked um I liked print a lot. Um but I also liked digital cuz uh and I think I think I was more drawn to the to the fast pace of digital where you could kind of change and put stuff up and yeah. but still like that lifestyle. Yeah. Um those lifestyle brands those strong lifestyle brands um so yeah so i had a bunch of interviews after college one of which was a reality show uh what, running in one? stilettos i don't know what it was like this reality running show of, in stilettos? of, of about, the name of the show yeah it was about interns uh working at marie claire awesome
0: yeah that sounds great <laughs> i was
1: like <laughs> I don't know what character I would have been cast as
0: like, I, I, like in a like reality
1: that. show, but like, thank God I didn't do a reality show in my 20s. Like,
0: well, you were going to be ca- talent? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah.
1: I had like a couple interviews uh, <sighs> going down to, actually, I actually had a couple interviews. I had one interview the night before I had my interview with Southern Living. And so, I don't know.
0: Like, well, you know, I, I would, uh I would... Take this job, this internship, but I just got cast on a reality TV show. Oh, I didn't
1: get cast. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: But it would have been great if you had to, if you had to give up a, yeah. yeah Can you think about like the different trajectory? But could you ima- Yes, that's what I was like, could life? you
1: imagine like what like, yeah. And I and I liked going. Um, I wanted to be in this industry, but I didn't want to really move to New York. Yeah, I didn't want. You know, I don't know. It was kind of a battle of. Um, I mean, I liked living in DC for a summer. It was nice, but that was. I mean, I remember I got to the end of the summer and I was like, I just feel real. I just need to get into the outdoors. Like yeah. I feel really, like my energy feels anxious. Like I just need to like more outdoors in my life. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't make it a point to get out of the city as yeah.
0: much. You know, were you pretty sure you were going to stay in East Tennessee after after college, or did, was it just? Or did you say I like East Tennessee well enough? Is there a job I could look for here? Like, how did that?
1: Um, no, so, all right. So I started at time and then, um, about a year and a half later, all the light, you know, just the, um, economy took a bust and they started laying a bunch of people off. Um, and you're there on your first job and people after like 30 years are getting laid off and you're kind of like, wow, like this is hardcore. That was a crazy time. Yeah.
0: I was in film school at the time in 2008 and I was like, I had stayed like an extra month in greenville south carolina past my lease and my aunt and uncle lived in south carolina so i was staying with them because my lease was up at my, my apartment and uh, my uncle had worked at this company for like 25 years this was in 2008 right and he went to work at five thirty every morning and he came home at 2 30 every afternoon and i was there usually when he left and when he came home i'd hear him walk by because i was sleeping on their couch while i was crashing with him for a month and then one day I'm getting up to leave for school at like eight o'clock in the morning and he pulls in the driveway. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? He's like, I just got laid off. For- yeah. I'm like, you've worked there 25 years. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. They laid off a bunch of us. And oh, yeah.
1: It's just heartbreaking.
0: It is heartbreaking. You that know? was a tough time. Yeah. To watch. I don't know. And, and like right. you hear that we're on the precipice of it again with, you know, another yeah. recession. And, and we'll see you because know, it's scary. And it was
1: around the time people were like, well, your generation, like, you know, isn't very loyal to companies. And I was like, I mean, I, I, they're like, this is why, yeah. you know,
0: that is another thing that I, I think, I mean, I'd I,
1: love to be, but I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard you
0: when know? you, when that's the first thing you saw well, when you yeah. got out of college. Yeah. And so that's like, I, I think as hard of a time as millennials which is us which that we get from the generations older than us is those things that you mentioned you, you know not loyal lazy uh head buried in your phone and i think gen z is taking the heat off of us a little bit now that they're you know taking jobs and growing up and have their own kind of yeah culture and and their own like their their own uh character traits that are very obvious the stereotypes that are obvious for their generation but like we graduated college in the like the worst job climate since the since the great depression Mm -hmm. uh it made uh it had all kinds of lasting like impacts both psychologically and also uh like financial trends Mm -hmm. we got married later we bought houses later I think
1: about that with like the pandemic too, because I remember a couple years ago um, when yeah, when the pandemic first hit, I was leaning in a lot more um, with the College of Communication on some of those new graduates felt the anxiety of going into the workforce and during a pandemic where they're not going to be face to face with people, they're going to be working more remotely, working online. So like what like what are the after effects? Like you're saying of that? Like what
0: are those? What are they going to be? How do you identify them or or like prognosticate? Like what's, what's going to, what are the effects? I don't know how you, how you figure it out. It's starting to become a little bit clear. Like, um, the pandemic did so many weird things in, in, in the, obviously in, in, um, Jobs, the way people interact with each other, and psychologically, but like the weird thing that happened was whenever, like the domestic violence that went up. Oh yeah, all that kinds, all that kind of stuff from from just you know a a, a tinderbox of anxiety that just mm-hmm. uh, at some point just lit. Yeah, you know, s- seemed seemed to, and then uncertainty. I think piled on top of the anxiety just made it so much worse, and I feel like. It was right when it was right when our generation, me and and you and people that that were just kind of entered the job marketplace at a very hard time. Oh,
1: the economy bust. Yeah,
0: we were just kind of getting our footing. When the pandemic happened. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. it's like fourteen years later we're all okay, we bought houses. Oh yeah. We've got kids.
1: Look at us. We're doing all we're, we're checking all the boxes we're checking they all told the boxes us. They that told that we were, us to do. You know, exactly.
0: <laughs> that everybody else before us checked ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We or you know, ten years earlier in yeah, their lives. Yeah. We finally just did it, and then it's like here's a flaming pile of uncertainty <laughs> right in your lap. Yeah, Good yeah. luck. Yeah, yeah. But you at some point like you, I guess you got you got a big girl job at at I guess Scripps at the time and like
1: so I, so from after that I was like ah uh, yeah I think I'm gonna go back work back up to UT I've always had a great
0: relationship oh you built back to UT after time yeah oh
1: yeah I was like I wanna I think I'm gonna go back and become a teacher I was like that's that might be my trajectory like I don't know if this this is the right right path would you me. teach Uh, Well, I went back and got my master's, but I was a TA and I kind of worked like, you know, alongside teachers throughout my whole program. Um, Oh,
0: So you you got your master's in?
1: Communication studies.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So
1: I've always been really um, involved with um, communication studies in that department. Um, And so I came, I went back, got my master's in communication studies, TA'd a little bit, um, I worked for the College of Engineering for a little bit, just doing, you know, some stuff like that. And then worked out at Blackberry Farm um, on their last cookbook.
0: Mm. Do you know Jack Parker, the photographer? Uh-uh. He's that guy right there in that photo. We did a bunch of work for the College of Engineering. Together. Oh, nice. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I worked there for like a couple months. Okay. Yeah. That's when I was like hopping around. Yeah. And, and like then you said Blackberry? Yeah, so I worked for Blackberry Farm for about a year. Yeah, yeah, doing some of their marketing stuff. So that's when I was like hopping that's around, fine. and I got you know, you get different advice, and it's like, you know, some of the advice I was going, I was getting at that time was like, stick stick with one job, stick with one job, and I was like, after I've kind of seen, you know, I've seen behind the curtain a little bit.
0: Okay. You mean just the just the fact that it can stop at any time? Yeah, or yeah, you, yeah. The employer can, can leave you behind. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: yeah, just those things. Um i'll you know i just kind of kept popping around to see like what fit and yeah like worked more for projects over um uh <clears throat> you know over i guess loyalty i guess yeah or long long term yeah like the security
0: really security yeah I mean, yeah people yeah. people really some people get a job out of high school and stay there and retire from there forty years which later, which
1: is great. You know, like, awesome. Yeah,
0: that's that is great. Yeah, and God bless them for being uh, for going through. I'm sure all the all of it that they went through to yeah. To and people sub- are built that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, some people are built that way. Um, the
1: lotus of control, I guess. Uh,
0: well, I Maybe. wonder. Like, I don't know. I wonder what for you. Like, what what made you? Was it was it you wanted to get a better job you were unfulfilled like what made you keep wanting to it seems like you're just a go-getter right like you're somebody who is a high achiever and wants to kind of keep going is that I what
1: i don't know i appreciate that i feel like right now after two kids i'm kind of like huh i'm a to settle in i'm a t- i'm a tired <laughs> i'm a tired person um no um i th- i think uh I don't know. I I probably I it one money. You know, yeah. You hop around you for want to make more better make better money. Yeah. Um. So that's a big part of it for sure. Um. uh To, you know, just I think as a creative, you hop around for interesting projects.
0: Yeah, and and the, trying to stay creatively fulfilled. Yeah. Is your job still creative?
1: I think it's more data-driven. Yeah, Um, I would say – I think getting on shoots, it's a little bit more creative, but there's still like – so, you know, there's still elements of a home. I'm like, you know, having a good backyard, having a good kitchen, like those are going to be easier sales for these homes Mm -hmm. if we can nail those spots. Um,
0: So it's more of a strategic – role yeah which is very creative
1: yeah it can still be very creative it's
0: just not as in the trenches
1: yeah and social uh i mean it's so dead like data focused
0: i forget if i was talking to you about this or marianne canada about this or who it was it's like and there's
1: so much data that it's just hard to like it can be hard to decipher and that's why i'm trying to figure out so i i approach everything with the 80 20 rule right you know
0: if 80% of it's going well, 20% uh, no.
1: of no uh, 20% of my efforts produces 80% of my results. Mm. Right? So I think about that in my content. 20% of the content I produce uh produces 80% of the traffic I want. Mm. Like 20 and like it's so hard to find that like right now it's been really hard to find that formula
0: on social for some reason yeah is it algorithm driven or is it just nobody can fit i feel like especially with tiktok brands have a hard time with tiktok and i I feel like yeah and
1: that's why they're they're looking to our like you know we have to build our audience so they can kind of like i I think tiktok in general you know people are over like brands in your face anyway right so like
0: people can smell out a sniff out a sales pitch from a mile away they don't want to be advertised to
1: yeah so you know content marketing that's that's the yeah. name of the game right like, i agree sneak it in and
0: yeah just and give value right yeah like have a have a brand teach me how to do something really cool like have sherwin williams show me how to faux finish my walls and then at the end throw their throw their logo stuff up, on and yeah. i watched it already i've already taken in the content now i'm gonna pay you With my attention,
1: yeah. (laughs) After I've
0: taken in, you know, in good faith, like you're taking in the the ad, ad. right? Um, and that's I don't know, I I I might be different, like probably am, but like I don't mind watching a commercial because I feel like that is me paying for for the thing, yeah. Like, or I can subscribe, right? Like, that's that's the trade off.
1: That's the trade off.
0: You get my attention and I get the thing that you made and I feel like it's for them a fair trade yeah if i mean if it's you know if it's effective if i go and i'm aware of their brand and when i see it next to another brand at the grocery store that's the one i you know
1: i feel like that's yeah that's definitely you know traditionally the but yeah with tiktok and i don't know with social it's
0: people don't want ads in there they want it to be it's funny i don't know if it's attention
1: to, thing like it's just a quicker like you're saying like we're doing 6 second 15 second 30 second hits yeah
0: well you're trying to get somebody's thumb to stop yeah for three seconds and then if it stops for three seconds you're good like you've got them you've got them for 15 (laughs) if you get them to stop for three (laughs) seconds but otherwise people are just blasting through content yeah and they also like the skip ad culture of youtube like like to your to, to kind of what we were both saying about about brands like tick or TikTok not being like super great at being uh at being a great place for people to take in brands they're not expecting to take in brands yeah there. that's they the,
1: you gotta yeah you gotta kind of
0: slide it slip. in right because they are there for a social reason that mm. this is the new way to be social yeah is by interacting with people that i either know or don't know in this in this phone here and this is like this is me hanging out with my friends or me hanging out this is me meeting new people i don't need to i don't need a billboard in my way in between me and another person
1: right 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 what do you think the aptitude is for people listening to podcasts right now
0: what do like you
1: mean? how like what's the length what's the sweet spot on the length that people like will how like complete they, how long
0: yeah. they should be i heard bill Maher say at <clears> one <throat> time he's like everybody's attention spans are either eight seconds or four hours like, it's like <laughs> it's the wild west <laughs> I, it, it is it's like well it's <laughs> like it's crazy because you know i i think there's like snackable content like uh the new york times does a podcast called the daily yeah and it's like it's a great way to get your your left-leaning news. news, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's quickly. like, yeah. 20, I don't want to listen to news for an hour. Well, and, and it's not even, it's not even, it's a deep dive into okay. a topic, uh, but it's like 20 minutes long, 25 minutes long, maybe. And you can listen to it on your way to work or on your way home from work. And it's like, that's, that's a length that I think people are comfortable with. Digesting something on a daily basis I don't think if you put out an hour and a half long podcast People would listen if you put it out every day People wouldn't listen to it every day oh, But right, if right, you right. put it out once Weekly, a week Then yeah. maybe they listen to half of Ben like and Virginia Moon's conversation on Monday And then they listen to 10 more minutes On Wednesday and then they finish it on Friday And then yeah. you know the next one comes out So it's like
1: That's how I've kind of dissected out, like hour long uh, uh, Hour like, long stuff Yeah hour yeah. long podcast that's about,
0: that's about where I try to do them But um That's about where I try to keep them because I think it's, that's like when you look at metrics, that's right around people's, there's not like a sharp drop off. Usually if you, if you, if they're there for a minute, they're there for the whole time, Yeah, which is kind of crazy.
1: But even TikToks, I'll find myself watching one person for like three or four minutes and I'm like, wow, like, yeah, I was engaged for that. I was like, surprised myself. I was like, I was engaged for
0: that long. Yeah. Well, there's huge opportunities with, with, with people to partner with brands too in social i know I, I follow a lot of people on social who i've watched their content and been super engaged by it and then engaged with it over a long period of time and then i started to notice some brand stuff creeping in and i'm like uh, okay right. i you know like this guy's funny does that turn you off or no you, it okay, doesn't like, i'm like you're like i'm like get it boy Like yeah. good for you good for yeah. you yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for like coming it's up it's
1: funny how sometimes it turns people off really you know? they're like
0: yeah i'm i'm happy for people yeah because you
1: know the business right you get it i just know how hard it
0: is to get advertising dollars from people you know
1: and create content and i think like people think it's a lot easier than you know than it actually is yeah because there's so much of it out there right now
0: yeah it's like there's over four million podcasts on on whoa yeah really yeah and it's like just a super crowded space and so you have to, I think, with that and with any kind of content creation, people doing Instagram Reels or YouTube channels or whatever it is, I think it's just like it, it. Maybe there was a place ten years ago where you could just wedge into the podcasting space and do something that was fine and people listened to, and you made money, sold, sold, you know, advertising against it. Maybe that was doable, but now it's like anything else where i think you just have to you got to do it cuz you love like it. it yeah and if something great comes of it then that's awesome and yeah. that's why i pat the guy on the back who's making those hilarious videos yeah yeah and then finally gets a you know gets a, a, little... a big sponsor to get behind him or yeah. a big you know advertising partner it's like man congratulations because it's a hard-scrabble effort you know to it, it takes a lot of content especially
1: from like a yeah like an individual
0: to yeah and like i see these that. guys celebrating getting a million youtube subscribers i'm like hell yes dude yeah great job <laughs> like that <laughs> is hard. hard yeah and by that time you've hired a I
1: staff i mean it's hard for big brands I know. like right now i mean we're we're not at a million you're right not right now Mm-mm. we're trying to build that this year so youtube that's why no tiktok tiktok that's why i keep talking about it oh yeah because it's on it's my radar focus. yeah but all my nail videos and ASMR <laughs> might not move the needle. <laughs> no, you're okay, now I definitely
0: I'm just... believe that you're that you're just doing research when you're out there. Um so when we like when we kind of reconnected, you had I don't know if you'd just gotten your job at, at Scripps or what it was, but I think we had one or two meetings and it's like
2: I oh, like I yeah, said, okay. we picked
0: up right where we left off, which was super cool. That's right. But I was like, damn, she was... is like She's on it. (laughs) I was working on
1: emerging brands at that time, which at that time, uh, HGTV was kind of experimenting with like HGTV remodels, HGTV front door. So HGTV Um, DIY network was still emerging at that point. Which I was like, DIY's been around for... When is this brand going to em- em- finally emerge? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor DIY. Never emerged. It didn't. It's uh, It was the new... Uh, uh, well, it did better than Fine Living. You, do you even remember Fine Living? No. I was, yeah. That was
1: not... I was not... I, I
0: think that was before DIY. Yeah. Honestly. My buddy Kent Takano was the, I think he was the GM of that. But yeah, DIY just... DIY always had the little brother mentality. Mm. Like I always felt like working uh, working with DIY on brand promos. I was like, we're kicking ass and doing awesome stuff, and they did this like, it, no, it was like, well, we went through this experience with DIY Network where nobody was kind of paying any attention to what we were doing, and it was like, yeah, it had a marketing budget, and we were doing shoots, which store. is kind of nice place it to be awesome. sometimes because you are like,
1: like, I feel so creative, and when nobody yeah. like.
0: And it's like, okay. Nothing to see
1: here. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And then, so you had like a creative services department at DIY and we were working with them and, uh, and we were making like some badass promos. Peter, Peter Moore, uh, is, I don't know if you know Peter or not, but he was, uh, uh, an SVP, uh, at DIY during that time. And he's one of my best friends now, but, but because we went on the road together for two years, making these fairly low budget badass promos for DIY network. And then like it started to make his department and like the stuff that Peter was doing and Heather Jagels was there at the time. And like people started to kind of notice like, Oh, these guys are doing cool stuff. And it's like, you That's know, fine. HGTV was this big shiny brand. We were making the DIY the dirtiest network on television, <laughs> and like, and I love the, uh, yeah, I, I loved, know, like, I did too. Yeah. it was so much fun to work with yeah. like a, a, a baby brother brand, and then that, uh, and then the home category merger, where uh, DIY network merged with hgtv and uh, under like the same creative services department at Scripps, and then we're like hell yeah bigger budgets hgtv here we come because we're working with we're still working with peter we're still working with that crew and we're still making uh still making promos did the budgets come the budgets came oh
1: good okay good i was like i thought they were gonna be the budgets never
0: no the (laughs) budgets came but so did the scrutiny oh yeah and Mm -hmm. the creativity or the things we were able to do totally went down because it was so scrutinized people were people more it had to pass through more, more filters yep, and yep. get more approval before we could do it and it was to the point where i remember sitting there and seeing like michael underwood who was a a director a, like an auteur legit director um make who made amazing stuff and and You know, it was to the point where, you know, he's been in the business 35 years. He's worked on some of the biggest film campaigns, you know, scripts productions ever did. And then now I'm seeing him on the call sheet as a shooter. And I'm like, oh, like this guy is so steeped in creativity. Like, yeah, he is the most creative guy I know. And to you, he's a videographer. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, it happened. Like, we need to be careful what we wish for yeah we got to a point where it just it got so big that we just kind of got super scrutinized and couldn't have the fun anymore just going out and shooting from the hip so
1: it's like i feel the beginning of my career even i worked at uh, metropulse for a little bit okay yeah even like these places i worked at i'd always get like oh you're the intern or you're the person like do the facebook so i'd always get like stuff like get stuff started um Blackberry, they were working on a new project of like getting their farmstead catalog or farmstead product line to kind of up and running. You know, that's your like, that's a new project. Uh, working at the uh, Scripps, uh emerging brands, like working on new projects. This is the first like this, like the homes being in the homes for the past, I think, nine years. Like wow. it's the first time I'd gone into a mature project right like i didn't have to get it started i didn't have gotcha. to it was a legacy it project. was a legacy project yeah. which with that comes more hands yeah right and like i think that's a skill in itself to be able to um yeah kind of let stuff roll off your shoulder when you need to yeah like and no, not be super uh, like attached sometimes yeah. to uh, creative know ideas to let go no when to let yeah. go Um, And not that I didn't do that with all these, I mean, again, even National Geographic working on like first concept stuff, right? Like, um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a different way to work when it gets to a point where, um, where it's big and it's in a lot of, it touches a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And I feel like I've read some stuff on this before where companies get to a certain point, or departments maybe get to a certain point where it just it's grossly inefficient because there's too much oversight or there's too many channels that are just like self-fulfilling. They do not the only, the only, you know, reason that job exists is to check the job that was, is to check the job before Mm -hmm. it, which shouldn't even be there to begin with. And so you run across all these, uh, you know, and if it, I'm, I'm super fascinated by it because I think about I think about our industry and the, the, the world of, you know, not filmmaking necessarily, but more content creation. Right. It's still photography and video. And I think that in the future, it's just it. Uh, efficiency is going to rule. People can no longer just be can just do one thing. You need to be able to operate a camera. You need to be able to light it. Oh, you need to be yeah. able to edit. Yeah. You need to be able to take a still photograph and you might need to be able to do a little bit of sound with it. Oh, for sure. And, Especially in
1: multimedia. I remember when I was working, I mean, we, when I was working at Southern Living, we called them uh, predators, predators. Yeah. At one point, yeah. like that was like the Producer, programming editor. or the programmer editor. Oh, Cause at okay. one point they had people editing and then they'd hand it off to like people that would program it. Oh, and wow. like, yeah. And I, in this day and time, you're like, that sounds
0: insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's right. that sounds easy, actually. You only had two, two jobs? jobs you only had to program, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I do think that there's just that that's a way that I mean you're seeing it with Warner Brothers discovery right now. there's yeah, efficiencies yeah. that have to be found because Wall Street is demanding them, right right everybody is demanding that efficiencies are found, and companies are running efficiently, and people are in
1: in creative space. I feel like sometimes that is hard to um. Like you want to find efficiencies, but you can't there's a there's a creative culture that exists within like these content you know this content creation and you and if you want to have good content and be creative and be forward thinking like there is a culture you have to foster mm. and um you know it it it's it can be really hard when you're worried about layoffs or you're worried about like you're worried about just the day to day of does that get in your
0: way like because i know i know a lot of people who work over there and i know um that there has always even when scripts was around like layoffs have been inevitable looming yeah always for everybody and there's like there's a couple of kinds of people there are people who are absolutely terrified of it and are water cooler talk all day every day never know you know checking their back at every turn and then there's people who seem to understand that it is a possibility but are confident enough in the job that they're doing
1: and And, also themselves like they're very talented people that like if you know if anything happens like they could I mean most of the people I work with they are very talented like Anything here's the thing that scares tomorrow like it i would you know yeah anybody would be lucky to have them
0: you know well that's what scares me is
1: that <clears throat> you have and there's so many new content creators these sure. days
0: this you know w- when we saw yesterday the uh that you know everybody started to report on the sale of the uh, yeah, dis- okay. uh, of the building of yeah. the warner brothers discovery building you know this is kind of this is a moment that that I've been waiting on at least since the discovery scripts merger that, that I was fairly certain was going to happen. I just thought it was going to happen a lot sooner. Um, But the, it, it creates this, this problem. And that's what rounds of, of layoffs that have happened in the past over there create too, which is you have moved somebody from, silver spring maryland you've moved somebody from new york you've moved somebody to knoxville to work in this office building and they are a rock star they are really great they're great enough to work on some of the largest cable networks in the world and then they get laid off or whatever something happens where do they go do they move do they did their kids are in high school now they've been right. here for 10 years okay like do they want to move to to silver spring, Maryland, back to silver spring and work at discovery headquarters, do they want to move to New York and work for food network. Do they find another job? Do they go to Nashville, they work at CMT like, or do they start a production company in Knoxville, Tennessee, or work for another production company in Knoxville, Tennessee, because then that <clears throat> it inflates the competition here, which I don't think is all bad, but I do think that we're too small of a market to support all of these incredibly talented people without Discovery here. Does that make sense? Like if Discovery left, just pulled out of Knoxville and left all of those people behind – what happens to those people do they move i mean let's just say they stay here what think, do they do i think a lot of remote work
1: is opening up I and too. i think that's what's making the job market super competitive so what's the carrot now right mm. like years ago it was like get a job with health insurance yeah. right like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you
1: yeah. know now it's like okay everybody has health insurance uh or not everybody no just these corporate companies um we have problems we Need to fix with health insurance in this country. Uh, side note. No doubt. Uh, but um, uh, remote work's open up. And so is that the carrot now to get like, you can get talented people. Your yeah. pool is so much larger now.
0: Yeah. You well, know? It, it obviously devalued real estate. Yeah. You so know?
1: that was something I was, when, um, when remote work started opening up, up, I was kind of concerned about because I was like, <clears throat> How so my sal my salary Pays my level building. in New York would be way different. And if remote work, if Virginia in New York can move down here with her New York salary. Yeah. Um, my salary should be the same as Right.
0: Sure. You know. Yeah. That absolutely. that person coming down from New York. Sure. That's a good way. I haven't thought about it that way. I've thought about it the other way where it's like, Oh, I want to work for a New York company, but pay Tennessee taxes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, or yeah. Make California money and live in Tennessee. Tennessee but yeah. I didn't think about that the other way around like yeah.
1: Well, I was just thinking like why it, not
0: why can, why am I, I need to be
1: making New York money. Yeah, if sure. New if, York Nancy's moving down here. Uh-huh. Uh, sounds like from, from Poda. <laughs> New York Nancy's moving down here. The Dyersburg came out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: or not even just me. Just we need to readdress our geographic salary, you know, sure. ranges. Well, and if a lot of companies at, to like to to level the playing field in that in, that, in right. that way because it's it's also increasing our you know our standard of living here. Um, I mean, our real Google- estate obviously like.
0: Google and...
1: You might want to cut all this from your book. <laughs> no, I don't.
0: I, Google and I think uh, a bunch of tech companies. Stripe was one of them, the credit card processing companies in California. They uh, they offered their employees remote work forever if they took a like 20% pay cut or something like that. So, oh, fascinating. So if you live in Silicon Valley, where it's super expensive to live, you can still work remotely, but instead of a hundred thousand dollars a year, we're going to pay eighty thousand dollars a year. So, do you take that? That's amazing. And move wherever you want and work remote for the rest of your life. I mean, do you move out to the country and <laughs> you yeah, know, eat do a you lot? Travel of peaches? around? Like, yeah, I don't know. You work from anywhere and just yeah. make a little bit less money. I don't know. I mean, it I seems I think like about... you should make more money because you're not taking up a, a square footage in an office somewhere. They should offer you a raise. But to what leave, an interesting
1: research study. Like again, the carrot like. You don't, like, money-wise, like, if you, you like, you really want the flexibility to live anywhere you want to. You want that flexibility and that autonomy mm-hmm. versus this number you're trying to strive for, yep. whatever that's that true. looks like. I mean, you want enough to live, I mean, obviously,
0: but... Yeah. Well, we're no longer tethered to geography, it seems like. Yeah. And I think yesterday's...
1: Um, Which I love. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really an amazing... I like the experiments that are going on with the four day work week. Um, you know, I think people are really honing in on like what's important to the people, you know, what's important to you.
0: My company is going to have a four day work week.
1: And your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah. So, I, I think, I think that.
1: Uh, do you like that? I mean, do you like the, like what's happening? I think like it feels a little, it, it feels. It feels a little uncertain right now, but I think yeah. once the dust settles and people really can kind of, I,
0: I think that the fact that the, I, I guess, and I'm just going by, I'm not going by what I've heard from anybody. I'm going by what I read in Variety magazine. Um, the the Discovery Warner Brothers merger. Uh, David Zaslov pledged to uh, uh to stockholders that there would be three billion dollars saved from their current operating budget over a certain amount of time and uh obviously one of those i mean they're looking for efficiencies all over the company all over discovery warner brothers uh so you know that's where the layoff thing comes in but they're obviously the fact that they're making this decision to sell this building in knoxville tennessee and lease office space Again, that's what Variety said. Um, this is the letter from Gunner, what, uh, the CFO or whatever yeah, it is yeah. for Discovery. I guess you got this letter. Yeah,
1: they're looking to lease. Uh, they're still looking to have some type of office capacity somewhere here. Right.
0: So yeah. they're looking to lease more space. To me, that is because I think David Zaslov is pretty brilliant. Um, I think he has a, a great leadership for that company. I think f- for me, the fact that he believes... So much that geography doesn't matter anymore is just more proof to me that it's the way of the future. And to answer your question, I think it I think it's good for some people and I think it's not good for some people. I think people who need to be watched, people who need to um, be managed, sometimes thrive by being by having a warm body. At the next desk, making sure that they're yeah. getting their work done. you know, there's, done.
1: like, um, I saw someone on CBS Sunday Morning where there are programs and things now where you can, like, buddy system. If you, if you are that person that needs to, like, have somebody kind of being beside you or watching, you, you can, like, get on these, like, I don't know. They're not chat rooms, but they're some type of, like, virtual rooms with somebody and, you know. Yeah. Other places and you're all kind of silent, but you're working together. Yeah.
0: I walked into a room the other day <laughs> and watched a programmer at an ad would agency would be interesting,
1: but I it, that wouldn't be my jam, but Yeah. I But th- if that's fine if that if people need that, you know.
0: I subscribe to the four hour work week model. <laughs> Have you read that book? I've not read the whole thing. I've listened to part of it and I'm like Yes. <laughs> All that, <laughs> all that. What you ju- what you <laughs> said, that. Tim Ferriss. Yeah, yeah. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. But I walked in the room and saw. And it. he
1: subscribes. I think. Um. I don't know if this is where I first kind of came. Like, I mean, definitely in my MBA where I did the twenty eighty with business structures. But within your time, like twenty percent of your efforts produces eighty percent of your results. So, like, really focusing on what that twenty percent looks like.
0: About on what your what, what you're your most doing, fruitful effort what looks your, like.
1: Yeah, where your productivity is yeah. like. What is that 20%? Yeah. Um,
0: and what can you delegate? What, and how can you get the 80% yeah. done without it taking all of your effort? Yeah. Yeah. So I think
1: well, he prescribes to some of that too. I, I did. Know.
0: I did see somebody uh, at an ad agency the other day that just had a computer or a camera on them on their computer with another person. And they were just both sitting there working. And I think it was their boss or something that was just like, they oh weren't even. Gosh. Yeah. It was just like, that, they were both coding. They were both like sitting there coding. Yeah. Yeah. Just kinda of looking at each other. Or not even look not even talking. Coders are quiet with headphones on. They just want to like code a website. Blah, 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 <laughs> but they're just like making sure that they're working. Like somebody's just watching them. Yeah. Like, I mean, shit. if you need that, like yeah. yeah.
1: Good for you. But yeah, I I don't know. Um well, I am
0: um I'm not. My as, thing is like, well, sorry, I was no, about to My
1: thing is just like, with even just like, be, like being kind of a manager. I'm like, get Facetime when you need to get Facetime, and then work wherever you need to work to get your projects
0: done. Are you? Do you care more about results or more about that people are clocking in and clocking out? Results. Yeah. Never care about. I don't. Yeah. I know that. I think pro- that's smart. Isn't that the thing that matters? Like, yeah, I've always that's what we're all. That's what we're all. You know, what we're 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 all held to. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, that's what we're all held to. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many hours you put in to do it.
1: How you get it done, or when you just get it done, and what's hit those hit those greens.
0: Yeah. Well, I think how long you were back at work, and then you got your MBA Mm -hmm. recently. Right or not recently? Yeah, a I got it ago.
1: after uh, Mary Payton was born. I was like, I need something to just spark my brain.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this job's getting too easy.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> is that what it was? No, no, I was like, I just, I felt like I just needed. Um, I don't know when you become a new mom, like you're like, I don't know if I'm very good at this. I'm good at like, I like school. I'm good at this. I think I'm going to kind of go back. I was doing it a little bit for um, some different perspective um, in my job, like to have different perspective of what I'm doing. It's not that my job was getting easy. It was just how do I take my job, you know, to a different level. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, just having that business knowledge of, I ever, you know, wanted to make anything out of it. I mean,
0: it's great. And from
1: like... And I loved it. Really? Oh, I just... And it was all like... And honestly, it was... Because it was through UTC and it was all online. Ah. And now I'm like, I can teach online. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was like, after taking a bunch of classes, um, now a lot of the classes and the... Like, you know, the syllabus I pitch, like I I think about them like being completely online for working professionals too
0: so you have two masters yeah (laughs) i love it i don't know well Uh. you and i were talking before um before we started the podcast and it was I, i even mentioned like it's a little intimidating like how because you're so you're it, you know so much about I don't. business, a bit well,
1: I feel like the older you get, the less you know, right? Yeah, you know I
0: what I mean. So. The old, the Is that another mug? Coffee mug. <laughs> mind, the, <laughs> it doesn't matter. the
1: older you get, yeah. it's like what's the one of reading Rainbow? It's like the more you know, yeah, the more you know. Reading yeah. Rainbow. I'm yeah. like the less you know, <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the less you. Know. I was like the happier you are, the less you know. <laughs>
0: Ignorance is bliss, yeah. <laughs> right?
1: I know, but then I'm like, God, I sound like such. a... Well, but you, so... <laughs>
0: but I think it's amazing that you have continued to want to learn, um, even though you had a good job, you had a good family, you're settled, and everything's all good. But I think I, it's really admirable, and I'm really like, I'm really drawn to people who don't stop learning or stop growing. Like I think we're here for a certain amount of time yeah. and we are engines and we need to make something that's that's better. We need to become better yeah. somehow.
1: I think I'm trying to figure out what that looks like now in my next steps. Like um with like having now two kids, I feel like I've been at a pause a little bit as a mom going yeah. through maternity leave. Um and that's what another thing uh, getting kind of the MBA in between both the girls. Um, it let me feel like I was kind of still moving forward when mm. I was, I felt like as a mom, again, you're going through this growth spurt, like you you always go through growth spurts in your life. Um, And I was going through a growth spurt as, you know, just being a new mom and like somebody put it really well, like grieving, you know, that person you kind of were before you became a parent mm-hmm. a little bit. And you can do that, like even though you love this trajectory that you're on. There's just that sprinting I was doing, um, you know, hopping jobs quick, like from here to there, kind of chasing the next project or chasing more money. Um, You know, I've slowed down a little bit, but yeah. What is, what does that next, I feel like, what does this look like after this next growth spurt?
0: I feel, I don't know if you feel this way or not. I feel so like I'm so much smarter than i was 10 years ago and maybe not even smarter is not the word but it's just so much more because of the experience of working a big boy big girl job like yeah i'm feel like i'm so much more i feel like valuable a, now
1: i feel like i'm a little bit more settled and confident in who yeah. i am becoming right like um that's still with that with that that sentence um still produces a lot of um self-exploration that I still am um you know I still gravitate towards and still growth I know that I still have a lot like cuz I think about that I was like yeah I'm definitely a lot different person than I was 10 years ago but gosh like what would I look like what will I think of myself now 10 years from now
0: yeah that's the part we'll be that like, you were an me.
1: idiot. <laughs> well, that's the part. That's, I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> well, you're going to you're going to be like, oh, my 35 year old ass didn't know anything, <laughs> and that's the way it goes. You know, yeah. We always think we were idiots 10 years ago yeah. or whatever it is, but like I'm on like this uh, conquest to just n- never regress, never look back at, at at 10 years and and say that. 10 year period of growth was not as much as the 10 year period of growth before it. Like right. I want to continue. I want it to be exponential. Like, uh, do you know what I found in the past like few years?
1: Um, just with this, you know, two year space of like weird times. Um, I think for me, the value was, it just gave me a lot of time to be like, um, by myself, like, when the girls were at school or when every like when the noise was out of my house like i'd go on walks and like be in nature and try to like like you know move out some of this noise to kind of really figure out what and i think it probably gave a lot of people that you know that space but just i find that as i'm going through different times in my life really now to take that moment of silence by myself and make sure i have an hour a day 30 minutes if I can even get 30 minutes a day to where I'm just like what is it that I'm like what is it that my being is saying to me I guess okay. I don't know I think that sounds real hippie this is why I need dreadlocks
0: <laughs> I, I think people don't focus on that enough and especially people who are as high achieving as you are people who are as busy as you are like it's very easy to not make space or make time for yourself keep put yourself last you know right and i think that's like a parent thing maybe it's a mother thing maybe it's a uh,
1: yeah well you just think busy equates to productivity and that's not true that is not true at all right and so i think pre you know i keep saying pp pre-pandemic post pp post-pandemic you can't do yeah
0: (laughs) bc and ac before covid and after covid (laughs)
1: okay there you go Um,
0: there's already a BC, damn it. We're going to have to workshop this. Yeah. (laughs) We're in rewrites. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just think before all this, like I didn't think that much about it. Right. Like now I'm just trying to be more aware and cognizant of during this growth spurt, like
0: what, you know, uh, I don't know. People took the, people took it people took account of what was important to them people quit their jobs people found things that made them happy amazing. They started their own business. it it's it the great reset All, yeah. i mean it was called the 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 great resignation i've i've heard yeah, it yeah. called but it was really people just saying you know what life is short <laughs> And I hate my job, or I hate what I'm doing, or I'm I'm being a loser. I'm not doing a- enough. Like, I, yeah. And it did kick pe- kick people in the pants and to learn some new things. And I'm glad. And it it's did. interesting
1: because people are like, oh, people aren't going back to work. I was like,
0: pay them more. And <laughs> did you try paying them <laughs> yet? You try pay <laughs> yeah, what? yeah. I had Mayor <laughs> King Cannon on, and uh, and <laughs> she was uh, she was like, yeah, the uh, Knoxville Police Department is you know X number of police officers short. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Did you try paying Spend him? More? Yeah. Just pay him a little more. She's like, yeah, we gave him a 6% raise. <laughs> I was like, okay, good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I definitely don't think I'm going to be the one to solve world problems. Yeah. But
0: Well, so. I, I, uh, I'm. This may be the longest podcast I've ever done. I'm glad that we. I hope you
1: cut this up because people are not going to do this. I don't story. have that kind of time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're like, but, I don't
0: even want to re listen to this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> No, I, 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 uh, uh, I, Sam will listen to it and, uh, and cut
1: it up for you. Chop it up.
0: Okay. He probably won't. He'll probably leave it all in cause it's all good. He's, he's our biggest cheerleader. I okay, promise you. Good. Yeah. He's like, podcast is fantastic, man. <laughs> Every one of them. Love he's you, like, Sam. Was, yeah. But thanks for doing this. I've been. Wa- so this- the next
1: 30 minutes is going to be ASMR. stuff. <laughs>
0: Thank you, and we'll, uh, we'll see you real soon. Yeah, yeah. All right, how'd we do? Thanks for being here, guys. I appreciate it a lot. We will see you next week. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Pitchwire, play us into that voicemail.
2: Yeah, I got a big problem with that, uh, at podcasts. You do? Here's the deal. You ain't covering it like you're supposed to be covering it. Okay, and I think you know that. I think you're well aware. Now, you act like you're, uh, one thing, and then you turn out to be another. And, uh, I've had enough of it. I've listened to every damn one of it. I've listened to, Every word that you said on that podcast. Wait a second, that makes it that makes it a very successful podcast. Uh, never mind that. Uh, you suck, and that's all there is to it. And you're you're up to something, and I ain't quite figured it out yet. I ain't got my finger on it, but hot damn it, you're onto something in a bad way though. Uh, and I'm just I know that you're trying to do some kind of liberal cockamamie. Uh, bourgeois, uh, it, I bet your wife has Gucci sunglasses. You know it? Does she? I mean, only you would know. Well, you and your wife and probably all her friends and probably all your friends, there'd probably be a lot of people that know, but, man, I keep messing myself up. Uh, just get on the right track there, buddy. And if you don't, then i tell you what the good Lord's coming for you. All right? Bye.